had left off last week, after everything that has been the Age of Ashes so far, we had traveled back up from Summershade Quarry through Kintargo and moved on back to Cypress Point. A town that, save for Raz, uh, all of us are here are still familiar with, and all of us had a solid hand in saving when it was raided by the Scarlet Triad's pirates. Like, they're legally pirates if they're doing it from a boat, I'm pretty sure is how it works. Pretty sure, yeah. And you arrive having come full circle in your Ravenel journey, having come a very long way, both overland and uh, in your adventures, having learned a lot about the Triad, having a new goal, and perhaps most importantly... Owning the town. Key. Also owning the town. A new key to one of the gateways of all Alsa's ring, back in Rachel. So as you come back up here, uh, come back towards Cypress Point, the small little fishing hamlet, it's been uh, some time, well over a month since you were here last. And life seems to be entirely normal, wholly mundane. Most of the boats attached to the town's small couple of jetties are far out to sea, some visible on the horizon, some far enough out as to be gone entirely. There's almost no real visible scars left of the battle for Cypress Point that had happened when you first arrived, as in the ensuing month, buildings have been repaired, roads had been cleaned up, it almost looks as if nothing had really ever happened at all. So, party, arriving in Cypress Point. What are you doing? I'm saying we're riding by land. Uh, you're taking a carriage, I imagine, unless mm-hmm. you we do plan own it. on just abandoning yeah. your carriage, which is going to become a question when you know going back to the portal comes up. Doesn't quite fit through the ring, does well, it? Well, also the it's in a cave, like halfway up a cliff. Well, we have access to shrink item. Do you have access to shrink horses? Who needs a horse when you have a marshal? We can just carry the horse. We'll just make it a rickshaw then. Yeah, and I'll just <laughs> I'll just pull the carriage. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll work. Hmm. We do have horses we have to dispose of. <laughs> dispose of. Dispose of. Like that's that's we're not disposing that of them. That terrible. I, I mean, said horse that Out to sea. Even... Off with you. <laughs> You're free. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were seahorses the whole time. So there are some things that need to be... Horses can climb stairs. ...figured. Uh, as well as the status of... Free. You know, this new barony of Cypress Point here. That has been granted to you by the Silver Council of Cantargo. But, again, what are you doing as you arrive, uh, I assume, by carriage? I believe we have big. You told me not to touch it. Indeed, and hopefully you haven't. Has he? (laughs) (laughs) The bag has not been touched. As much as I joke about it. He's sometimes a good lizard. Oh, spectacular. Wait. It's going to be awesome. So, uh, you do have this sack of loots that had come from Cypress Point that the Scarlet Triad uh, raiders had captured and had back on their ship, which wasn't really discovered until after you already... Uh, well, it wasn't even discovered. It was handed to you. When we were getting ready to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when Sierra was like, ah, here. <laughs> Here's the plunder. Wait, I, I guess Mom. We... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Captain, thank you. Captain Mom. <laughs> New friends, new friends. Why are we in Cypress Point? Oh, we have to go find Sandy. 
Yes, indeed, you might remember that actually uh, Resme's smooth talk and actually earned her the actual title and all of the land surrounding the town here. I live in this town. This town's my home. I haven't been here in months. Yes. Well, you picked a very good time to be absent, actually. Did I? I haven't. Tell Wait, me, tell me. Uh, pirates attacked the village, uh, burned down a fair piece of it, carried off some people. We managed to save them, though. Oh, oh you can be my vassal. Technically, I don't want to be your vassal. No, but you're from here. Uh, I'm from here, yes. Well, See, he just admitted it. Well, live here now. Well, not now. On the road now. Live from somewhere else. Yes. Yes. And as soon as like as soon as we're in town, if are we in town, are we still just riding in the carriage? Yeah, you're like approaching Cypress Point. Yeah, and as soon as we get close, he's gonna hop out of the carriage and just run towards Cypress Point to the first person he sees. Is he faster than the horses? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot of your horses are galloping yeah. in the carriage, so I'm sure he can get out and sprint and probably That's move a bit faster. 35 than movement speed. Carriage casually horse. making its way down a path. Uh, so as you run out and sprint in, uh, one of the first people that you would see outside is uh, probably one of the, the farmers in the outlying areas. It's largely a fishing hamlet, but they do have uh, some small fields around inland a little further, which uh, you'd be approaching as you followed this road that kind of curved up north from Kintargo. Uh, and out there in that road, as you literally live here, uh, you would certainly recognize uh, Max, who's been just a, a pretty simple... Grain farmer for how long have you been in Cypress Point? Uh, probably a good part of a year now. Oh, definitely as long as you've been here. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I thought you like lived here, like no, he, you, you were a tiny rat baby in Cypress no, Point one time. No, 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 no. It's recent. It's very recent. Okay, fair he, enough. He blew in. Well, then I guess giving the frame of reference for as long as you've been here would be literally everything Forever. in Cypress Point. Forever. <laughs> doesn't change very fast, this Hamlet. But he'd see you sprinting up. You're kind of a very obvious sort of skitter, skitter. creature. Skitter. And uh, as he's out there walking around uh, near the edge of his fields, not really tending to any of the grain or dealing with anything now is the end of spring. Summer's kind of coming. There's nothing really to do with it at the moment. Uh, but with a sack, he's just throwing feed out so to some chickens just kind of scattered around, which are just congregating <laughs> as they realize that this bag is food time. Hold on. He turns, almost double takes. Raz! <laughs> Max, 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 how's it going? How? How's everything? I've been uh, gone for a while. Fine enough now. And he sees the uh, carriage come up the road. Who are you bringing back to Cypress Point? Um, 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 they call themselves Heroes of Rachel, yes. They're my new friends. They helped me. They saved me. I was caught. Now I'm not. Caught by you. He looks like he's thinking real hard. You left out of here. Must have been two, three months ago? You weren't here a month back with that whole that whole raid. And Breach Hill sounds familiar for something. And about this time, the carriage would be uh, trundling at the edge of town and passing by. He's just kind of looking. Like, well, what does your carriage look like? What do you, what kind of carriage you got? You bought it, so like... Uh, well, I mean, I imagine, I, I imagine my, since we bought it for basically a giant cross-country journey, I'm thinking it looks like a covered Conestoga or yeah, something like kind that. Of, it, like so a traveling coach. Right, so it's not super like you guys aren't immediately visible in the carriage or anything no. as, as you come by but he just kind of looks up and someone's and, driving though yeah, who is driving probably me i guess i'm party mom so I that's suppose. true okay so we'd look up and he'd see you <laughs> and what on earth could possibly have happened that led you back to this lady up here and uh max raises a hand and a big smile on his face good to see you again 
Well, it brings you back to Cypher's Point. Oh, we finished our business. Oh, that's fantastic track news, down, I suppose. Oh, tracked down the raiders, took care of them, shut down their operation. Uh, saved, uh, I guess, our friend here. I didn't realize he was actually from this place. Huh. Hacked him out of a cage. That's a... <laughs> you look like he's just almost confused again as all of this Raz and uh, Rushi and his carriage just all kind of ride into town together all at once. Wholly unexpected. But we're finishing up and getting ready, and we have some business to take care of here now, too. Sort of fell in our play in our, in our laps. Silver Council actually got involved in all that. They really were working something out of Kentargo, were they? Out of Kentargo, out of many places in Ravnel. We had to track them all down. Absolutely. Sounds like you've been on a grand journey. I'm sure Sandy's going to be real happy to hear it. Oh, well, they made an absolute mess of the place, but I think we've got it mostly sorted. It's uh. good seeing you, Max. Perhaps you'll come by later. <laughs> you got the whole group coming back in. Well, it's not driving this entire wagon just for myself. And uh, you'll have to tell me about the, this farm you have and what kind of crops and other sort of staples you grow. And he pulls this sack back up and just kind of gestures out to uh, what would be a very, at this point, immature wheat crop. Like, is it? Is it not obvious? <laughs> or do I mean the chickens? Let me put this sack away. If I leave it anywhere unattended, these little... Crackheads will get into everything. Honey, uh, well, well, you know that their poop can be very good fertilizer. That's part of why we have them. Hmm. Calm, calm down, your ladyship. Calm down. It should all be coming soon. You come back into town here, and uh, with this carriage, as soon as, I mean, Rasheen, very incredibly visible, do you drive your carriage in full plate? You're like, <laughs> yes. Well, I don't travel the lawless countryside of Ravenel <laughs> entirely unguarded. This wretched hive. So yes. <laughs> driving this carriage into the town of Cypress Point, a shining night that all of the good people of the hamlet would immediately recognize as one of the saviors of the town just a month prior. We get a lot of attention. Uh, obviously there is not a single man woman a child here who would not recognize you. Uh, so all of them would come founding forth excitable children who, uh, didn't get to see much at the time, but remembered, you know, the giant dragons that you left <laughs> beheaded in their streets that they were interested in. That the, that um, the kids played with. Po that the kids played with. The stories <laughs> of the battles that have taken, and uh, the heroes that surely have been, at this point, been built up to near legends in their tiny little minds. And along with them, uh, of course, Sandy is going to find her way back out to all this commotion as well, as you uh, all, all your carriage up in the Central uh, Square, or just a clearing around the middle of Cypress Point, and start to climb out yourselves, gather your things, organize, greet everybody. And uh, if it's Raz having lived here, all of you are very familiar with the small town of Cypress Point. But after some greetings, some introductions, some very excitable children, very excitable dogs probably as well, uh, Sandy would make her way up to the front of the group, the smile on her face, hands outstretched. Looking across the faces, well, this is hardly something that I had expected to see. The heroes of our small little hamlets come back with one of its only long-term visitors of recent memory. I've run up to her, get very close, and put my paws up for her to for her to grab. And she would, uh, she would of course reach down, uh, gingerly, carefully. You have tiny little red hands. The tiny little red hands. Hi, Sandy. Hi, hi, hi. How goes things? Kids, oh. learning all right? I teaching, teaching. Fantastic as of late, thanks to your new friends here, which I assume is quite a tale unto itself. Well, actually, along those lines, um, perhaps we could make things a bit better. In fact, yet better yet. Um, 
On the way back, uh, when we got back to Cantargo, uh, the uh, mercenaries actually turned up uh, quite a large sack of uh, belongings that uh, they uh, took from the town. And uh, we actually managed to take it into custody and bring it back to you. Oh, yes, I believe this belongs to you. Yeah, well, everyone, really. Large sack that uh, she would look into and see just yeah, an assortment of valuable things, like uh, everything from silver candlesticks to bits of jewelry that they've just been pilfered out of the houses by the raiders as they were coming through. And uh, her grin would only grow. Well, perhaps it is Providence then. You have to come and uh, you have come and go uh, to our fair nation through a port as humble as Cypress Point. These are things that have long, uh, long since made our peace with the losing, of course, but I'm sure many of us will be happy to have them returned. Yeah. This. This, I, I find myself again unable to properly thank you. Well, we uh, we hope to be able to do more for you as well, if we can, oh. if you'll allow it. Please, there is nothing that our town wants for that I can even imagine after everything that you have already given to us. We owe you our very lives, and now many treasured heirlooms and things passed down from generations, or even just humble trinkets, what coin we had served to brighten our lives with. Uh, well, I, um, I can't think of a way to say this without it coming out rather awkwardly, actually. Uh, perhaps we could all take a meal together and uh, talk about what's happened and perhaps what it could mean for our relationship in the future? It would be like late morning at this point, maybe just like an hour before noon, but she would not. Oh, of course. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, I would I can think of no better way to commemorate such an occasion than to organize a, a similar feast, much akin to what we had done after the night after you first arrived. But this time, though we again had no more warning than before, our town is far more poised to honor you properly. That's 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 lovely, and uh, I will distract the children. Um, give me a moment. Uh, she'll look at uh, a ring on her finger, and she'll kind of rub it and go, "Floofy, Floofy, wake up!" And a small little white wolf with blue wings. That. It, it, it doesn't look real, will actually tumble out of the ring and onto the floor and kind of look up at her and the children and go, Arr? What? Uh, oh, it's uh, my animal messenger. Uh, this ring is actually far more useful than I at first thought. It's not just a pretty piece of jewelry. Is that the ring that we found in the, in the quarry? It looks different. Yes. The as sigil's it, changed. As it turns out, uh, the sigil changes to whatever my house or mascot is, and I guess Floofy is the... M I, I don't know. He just, he's what came out of it. He of, looks of like... Of course a, he's your mascot. He, Makes perfect he's, sense. He's a fairy puppy, and he's lovely, and he, he's very earnest, and he does what you tell him. He is a very curious creature, indeed. Well, uh, Floofy is going to play with the children and keep them occupied so that we can get lunch ready. Well, I can think of no more better way than the stars in the heavens above could align to shine more brightly than for us to be visited by all of you once more at the very ending of the month so named for the Queen of the Heavens. 
It's oh. Desnes. That's something yes. you would probably Desnes. all know. Yes, yes, character. of course. Totally know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Desnes. You would definitely know yes, that the month is called Desnes. Desnes. <laughs> it's Desnes month. All of the months are actually named out of, uh, after gods, which I think we've briefly had this conversation before. It's kind of weird that there are months like Lamashan. <laughs> I do, do question do, 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 do. how when we were making a calendar, we're like, uh, we should name a month after Lamash 2. Everyone likes Lamash 2, right? Regardless yeah. of her but reputation. It's Lamash Tuesday. She's still the god of birth. Well, like monster demon birth, not like... That is still birth. Regular birth. <laughs> Well, I mean, same but, uh, thing. But I guess it, well, I think the conclusion we came to before our assumption is because it is the analog. I believe it's December, so it is midwinter, which in a sort of medieval technological universe is generally a bad time. Mm-hmm, you don't have mm-hmm. like central heating or ways to keep your crops alive. Yeah. So, what what god are you gonna name such a crappy month after? Yes. Rovagug. 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 I'm pretty sure there is a oh. Rovagug month too, but I don't actually know all the names of the months off the top of my head. I just remember Lamashan because I think I'm pretty sure I'm almost positive there's a Rovagug month also. I would. Not I think be there's surprised. a Lamash, there's a Lamash too, there's a Rovagug, and there's a Zonkuthan month. I'm, uh, Why? Zonkuthan's my is, favorite is the though. The three months of winter. I'm pretty sure it's the bad <laughs> okay. times because it's okay. it's torture, hate, and birth of monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Winter's apparently really rough in Galarian. Okay. Happy New Year! They have a difficult time. Desna save us. <laughs> but uh, Desnes is actually the beginning of the summer. With uh, the, uh, it's near the end of Desnes. Actually, it is a uh, fire day, the 29th of Desnes right now. And as you pass the weekend into the following moon day, will be the first of Serenith, uh, the month of the summer solstice. It's so just Rova. It's literally just called Rova. It's September, yeah. according. To oh, Jack. September. That's not even winter. Why is September Rova? Oh, well, whatever. We're not going to... Okay, let the calendar do calendar, calendar discussion for another time. I am curious, though. I could keep talking about it. Stop. No. no. <laughs> um, so with this, uh, your animal messenger from your ring, uh, very much uh, awe-inspiring creature for, uh, I mean, honestly, not just the children, but such a, ma- a clearly magical being literally falling out of the ring on your hand uh, would draw the attention of... Pretty much everybody, <laughs> everybody that really sees it happen. I, uh, but it, it doesn't look like it's very good at flying or bringing messages yet because it's trying to do it backwards and it's mostly just making like waves and wind. It, it It's really derpy. Like it has not gotten the hang of this whole messenger thing yet. I get to design my old animal messenger. I want to make an idiot fox. <laughs> <laughs> A Sonic OC. I, I, Dude, I, I, that's, I, totally <laughs> what, that's totally what. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> wow! It's tails. Are you? How do you show you rub the ring the right way? You don't seem to be able to see straight. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. The ring is supposed to <laughs> give me a messenger that's sort of a personification of me. That looks an awful like lot like something I would do. Uh. What? I mean, you know, if I didn't know how to do what I was doing, and if I just got, you know, born and... So if you were a totally different person, yes, it'd be just like you. Oh, Such... look at him, he's so cute! He's rather adorable. Such magics, I have found, can regularly be fickle and difficult to understand, especially uh, when the magic is first being learned and perfected. And if this is something as it appears to be born from this ring of yours, 
And then the magic isn't truly even wholly yours to command. I can understand it. It could certainly take some time to organize, but... It's biting its own foot at this point. Of organizing. Uh, let us... Uh, let me, rather, prepare a Cypress Point to host the group of you well and proper. Lovely. Is there anything we can do to help prepare? As eager as ever. Certainly. If you wish to assist... Uh, you may help with uh, any amount of organization, or I'm sure uh, down by the docks with the flags to call the fishermen back in for the evening. Ooh, well, I, fun. I certainly hope those darn lizard things aren't there anymore. And uh, Raz, it's truly a pleasure to welcome you back again once more as well. Yes, I missed it. Nice town. Very the children nice have spoken very fondly of you since your absence, and your uh, king, I believe it was. Yes, king it has. Yes, he's happy to be back too. They've had nothing but wyvern corpses to entertain themselves since you left. I missed it. I'm I missed it. I am currently wearing jacket made from those wyverns. And it's I very close, it. and he starts like <laughs> pawing at the, at the jacket, just looking it over. Very nice, very nice. Who made it? Very good, very good, Scully. <laughs> so as the uh, the crowd here starts to kind of dissipate, as uh, Sandy quickly begins to organize. Uh, the labor here, sending some people out for various tasks. And once again, just gathering an assortment in this open area. Uh, again, a collection of what just random dining room tables from people's homes to bring out to, to bear with this feast. Uh, some of the fishermen or their wives back in town head down to the docks uh, near the boathouse and the jetty to a series of various flags that they have organized. And one pole, they can run them up. Uh, beginning to sort through things to call back fishermen early. Uh, halting their catches to throw another feast in the honor of the heroes who everyone here literally owes the fact that they're still alive. And as this crowd starts to fizzle out and separate a bit, the group of you would see another face lurking near the back uh, that's just sort of kind of peering back and forth, trying to see around the group of everyone uh, here. And finally catches an eye on, I imagine Roshin's honestly probably the tallest person in this group. We have a dwarf, a rat, a lizard's pretty tall, lizard? but you don't stand no, up straight. I'm seven foot tall. Do you tall. stand up straight? That, number, no. lizard? that yeah. number gets bigger every time you say it's it. He's like, I'm 11 no. <laughs> I stand at six foot. I'm seven foot tall. How tall is Roshin? Uh, Roshin actually probably not that tall, okay, honestly, because so she's a, a ha, changelings have that wayfish thing going. That's true. Trishik also very visible and very recognizable, and you'd see a hand shoot up. <laughs> like the he, whole point is he tries to make himself seem less threatening by shortening himself. He he's still the tallest person. She, <laughs> she's five nine and here. pretty fine. <laughs> pushing his way through the crowd, kind of. <laughs> pardon me. Excuse, coming through. Now. As I live and breathe, somehow, if I didn't know any better, I would say the group of you, my favorite customers, my best customers, are following me throughout all Avistan. So, and she'll go give them a hug. <laughs> we'll kind of like reach around, sort of awkwardly, one arm pat hugging you, my new friend, South Sartad. South. Where is your South Sartad? Puriums, uh, stationed outside the town somewhere. <laughs> Fair enough. Think I parked on the north side. I came in from the north. I came in from the south. Rode through the town. Talk with this nice lady about setting up. Nobody here seemed to be particularly interested in a whole bunch of various swords, sword accessories, anything I could really pull out of the sword emporium. Put it on the north. I was going to head up north here, up the coast of Ravenel. I heard maybe there's a country to the north of here. 
that might have some real good use of South Tar, South Sartan, South Sword Porims. Signature, South Weaponry. You wouldn't but be referring to Nadal by chance, would you? That was what it was called, right. But this, uh, this, and he looks and sees Sandy off this. That lady over there, very nice lady. Uh, very uh, helpful, kind of sort of. Run this town, sort of a mayoral kind of thing, but I understand they have no proper real organization here. Well, not yet. It's informed me that's probably not a fantastic <laughs> idea. So, just kind of wandering, I suppose. But! You, my favorite customers, my best ones here, Buddy Roisin, Buddy Old Pal, and Resme. Yeah, you keep my name right. She did. She's like, he's getting better. It's not that we follow you; it's that we know where to find the good deal. Well, Trishik, Buddy, I think I'm getting the hang of this now. For my best customers, I'm sure I can at least remember a handful of four, five, six, seven, eight, nine names based on the various situations at times. If you just rattle them all off at once, the way you normally do, it actually works out fairly well. You hit it right on the head. No, eventually. I figured the kind of sprint shot approach guarantees that I'm going to hit at least the correct name one time occasionally in any given conversation. And you know, can't fault first the accuracy. rule of salesmanship: you remember something personal to customers, brings it back every time. Ain't that right, buddy? I can't argue because I'm back here. I'm seeing buddy friend. Do, do, you, do you have anything King Mataz sized? I'm sorry, I'm not entirely positive what a King Mataz size would be necessarily. Oh, hey, hey, Is that a large sword, hey, a small sword? Hey, 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 I'm Raz. Raz. You're Sal? Sal you! Sal sword. Sal sword. Buddy, Raz, Marshal, friend. That's him. Sal sword time. Sal sword for you. <laughs> Let's make your claims. This is something King in your size. Something in that size. Something small. Something small. That's something a particularly small. tiny kind of. I got something actually perfect for you right here. That's and his a, boss. And he, he kind of just reaches down into a pocket and pulls out like a little pin. <laughs> <laughs> a little sewing needle. Now, this isn't an, uh, a regular South Sartan, South Sword Porium special right here, but what we have is a King Raz sized South Sartan implement. Oh, it's just like, and it's got a, it's just a red headed, like, knitting. I just got so much respect. How much, how much, so much how respect much? for the hustle, man. <laughs> it's now, beautiful. Now, a lesser man selling you such a perfect piece of professionally sized equipment. A self-defense sword such as this. Something to wield through night and day. Any sort of necessity might be charging you 10 gold. Might be charging you 5 gold. Would even charge you a single gold piece. With Sal Sartan, buddy, Mataz, friend. Let's say two silver. Mataz, <laughs> Mataz. For has, a single little, like, pin has shakes his hand and holds up one finger. You drive a hard bargain there, buddy. And I don't like that about you. We just met, but I can tell we're going to get along perfectly fine. You fit in great with my favorite customers, my best customers, this group right here. Silver, five copper. Well, as I can go for it. He holds, he shakes his head. Now, see, I, I feel like we're kind of parting ways, missing boats passing in the night here on this negotiation thing, because your price is going lower. It's, it's not a... It, it, <laughs> it, it's okay, King Mataz. This one's on me. King Mataz just runs down, comes back with a, a silver piece. And I'll toss in the extra. <laughs> take a silver from you, take a silver from Rez, and hand this tiny little pin. <laughs> this, like, red-buttoned pin down to King Mataz. Ooh. Looks like the thing you'd use to put a little mark on a map. Exactly. That's exactly. It is. What it it is. is literally like a like just a little sewing pin that you'd use to hold cloth together while you were running something. Like just <laughs> a very standard little. It's pin. okay. I'm gonna cast magic weapon on it, and it's gonna be wonderful. And he takes the two It'll silver. Do two damage. And he takes the two silver, and he takes it and tucks it back down to his pocket. And you see the two coins uh, rattle out of the bottom of his, pl his pant leg, on the ground next to his ah. shoe, <laughs> as he puts them through. 
Like, all right, well, while my favorite customers are in town, it looks like they haven't gotten a whole lot of success at Cypress Point, but as this nice, fine marrow lady over here told me, Providence and the stars, or something like that, fate, fate, all things working out the way they're supposed to be. She's just and a lot. You lot making your way here while Salsar Todd and Salsword Sword is still in town. I knew there was a reason I came up here to the north, and it wasn't. Nigel, that place in the north. Are you talking? Oh, the country, Nadal. Nadal. Nadal is the one, buddy, resume, pal. Let me take you to the wagons. I got all kinds of new stuff for you. You lot seem to be big fans of sword buttons. And boy, have I found some very interesting sword buttons to grip you are sure to love. Well, uh, I think that'd be spectacular. And hopefully, though, while you're here, perhaps you can get your pocket sewn up because it seems to have a bit of a hole in it. All right, that was the pin that was all my pocket together. And he leans down, <laughs> takes new pieces of silver, and puts them over in his other pocket. Right this way. <laughs> I'd ask if you had a wife who could help you out with this, but given your profession, clearly. <laughs> We have to get Sal a wife! What? That's genius! Who are you gonna try to marry to Sal Sartad, the globe-trotting merchant who's never home? Her name should be Sally. Uh, perhaps an intelligent soul. Who can maybe perhaps ride around with him? I know quite a few birds who would like him. Birds like to travel around. And I'm afraid, Sal, you may, you're afraid to maybe get in the seals. I mean, your resume smelled blood in the water. I, I understand and I appreciate my best customers after everything that Sal Sartad has done for the group of you. It warms my heart to know that you want to do something for Sal Sartad in return. We're not just, this isn't just a business customer client relationship. The group of you, closest thing I've had to friends in at least the last day. Now, I understand what you're shooting for here, buddy, Miss Resume, but my heart's been promised to another. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, then perhaps I can offer you a tart. I do. Well, I'm absolutely not going to say no to a delicious breakfast. I'll, and, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pull one out of the halfling bag. And I'll take that. As he takes a bite out of it and starts walking up to the north side of town, motioning for the GP to follow him. As a matter of fact, this entire journey that I've gone on, this whole venture, this globe-trotting business, as you so rightly call it, Buddy Buford, pal, this entire empire, this whole industry, all of this business acumen I've developed along the way. Every one of our transactions. I'm keeping that in mind. My first love, the one that I'm working for, the one that I'm trying to gather all of this coin for, this entire mission is all about. I've called it my life's work, really. I'm trying to do her proud. Zonkuthon? Zonkuthon? <laughs> well, you want to go to Nadal so badly. Oh, no, I was just sitting up there because it sounded like they could use some good Salsar Todd specials. But apparently the whole place is overrun by... Uh, Torture tyrants, more or less, is what it kind of shakes out to be. For quite some time now, I'm afraid. So it doesn't sound like a great place for a Salsar Todd special. Now, Salsar Todd, Salsword Porium guarantees are not intended to be used as implements of terrible torture or tyranny. Yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate it, but... I do not believe that you would typically use your particular wares for torture. Well, I'd like to believe such a thing would be true, buddy, but... You never know. Not with these Nidalese tribes of everything that everyone's been saying about him is true, but I tend to find that whatever place I pass through, city, country, village, even in greater regions beyond that, counties, baronies, duchies, sometimes, none of them seem to like their neighbors. 
I like my neighbors just fine. Well, actually, the Natalies did indeed try to invade Cantargo uh, and start a whole war. That's not true. That was the Cold Iron. What are you talking about? No, the demon said so. He was taking down the city. He said it was. He is from Nadal, and he's here to cause problems. No, wait, no, wait, wait, it's wait. a Cold Iron conspiracy. It is a devil that cannot lie. What? What? Exactly what he said. A devil? There's no devils. Because we killed them. No, it's in the details. We didn't kill them. We sort of banished them. That's why I don't like contracts. So as you follow him up to the northern Cypress Plain, which is a very brief walk, probably this conversation, you're already there. (laughs) Uh, Around the backside of a building, you can see that he does have his wagon just off the road, just out of sight. Again, no animals in sight. Still no clear way that Southside Todd actually gets his wagon pulled around. Because where their draft animals or livestock that weren't part of the town's, like, tools and equipment already, it would be visible. Cypress Point is not big. (laughs) He just shrinks items it and puts it in his pocket. He and can shrink horses. Ooh. Shrink animal. Shrink entire animal. <laughs> the miniature horse. I think it's called polymorph. Nope. I tried seeing visibility on him the last time we were here. They're not invisible. And Valia is, is still with you guys at this point because, I mean, she's yeah. not from here. So she's just largely following around. We this, just left her there. Good luck yeah. finding your way back. This is the same... Man from Cantargo, we met briefly. It's the same man from Cantargo, mm-hmm. and apparently he's stopped by Breacho as well. And uh, from what Resme said, we ran across him in the Mongi Expanse. Yes, he. Um, he has a very diversified business. He's actually uh, a minor deity. At least that's my theory. And I think that uh, every morning when he wakes up, he forgets that he's the god of something. As the I, god of amnesiacs and souls. Interesting as a theory that may be, I think it far more likely, given the attention that our actions seem to be garnering, that he may very well be a Scarlet Triad agent keeping tabs on us. But uh, No, it'd be very bad if he were a Scarlet Triad agent. He'd be a very bad one. He basically has been selling us all the gear we've been using to take him apart. Is he really? Yeah. Indeed. Uh, just about all of it, yes. And I don't I believe th- there was much that you purchased from him back in Wangi. But how many times have you run into this man? Oh, so many. Uh, Ever since the beginning of our adventure, actually. uh, The first time we met him, uh, it was in Breach Hill before any of this started, actually. You met him in Breach Hill and then ran into him again in the middle of the Mwangi jungle after walking through an Ayudara's portal and didn't think that that was odd? Well, of course I thought it was odd, but everything that happens to me is odd. How many months have you been hanging out with me at this point? Have you ever just turned your head and gone, huh, I wonder if this is all some strange fever dream. Believe me, I've had that thought several times, but as it's not, since, you know, all my friends who are supposedly in the fever dream with me keep dying, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's real, and until Sal drops dead in front of me, bleeds on me, or does something to lead me to believe that he's actually Caden Kalian in disguise, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's who he says he is. She doesn't have any immediate responses. She kind of she her hand sitting on the book at her hip, contemplating how to deal with a potential god. But she's thinking. (laughs) Well, incidentally, uh, well, yeah, you know, you've been following us around, and we're about to be heading back to Breach Hill to go try to uh, shore up our affairs and continue pursuing the triad. Uh, But. your, your whole thing was tracking down Varashma and uh, getting your revenge there. You followed us to Varus because he was naturally, it was naturally connected, but what are you on about? What are you, you going to be doing with yourself? Well, truth be told, I suppose that's something I've been trying to figure out for at least much of our journey up from the quarry. 
Oh, please don't leave. I couldn't bear to lose another friend. Don't be bothering me. Acquainted. Thalia, we fought for our life together many times now. You've saved my life. I've saved yours. We've literally gone to hell and back together twice. If that's not friendship, then I sure don't know what is. Well, I wouldn't tempt fate by claiming literal journey to hell, but... So, I take it there's another opening of the Ayodara in this... Hamlet? Points at the cave. You can't really see it, but Yeah, it's like it's a ways down like a cliffside of the coast. Like, it would be visible from here, kind of. You sort of know where it is. This is the route we got to get here, and uh, it's the route we go into cake to, to, to follow back. I see. Resume uh, certainly would miss you if you left, but I'm sure you have obligations, family perhaps, even friends, and you had been meaning to go and pick up the fourth edition of that book you got on your hip there. I'll buy you one. Well, I, I don't wholly know. What to do, I suppose. Uh, I have come a long ways from Wongi, just as you have. I don't have the luxury of magical elven portal gates. And this journey here to Ravenel and to Kintargo was not a quick or an easy one. But I found Varashma, thanks to your help. Only losing what I had to. And I don't know. Oh, yeah. If you stay with us, you could you could work for us and help us unravel this mystery, and I swear on my family house, I will get you your arm back. Resume, you can't promise to put an arm back after it's been chopped off like that. I don't know that such a thing is really possible, but I, I appreciate your favor. I assure you it is. Here's my thought. If anything, the, well, the events that have taken place and... Our ensuing adventures have shown that tactics and practice be damned. In my state, I'm much a liability. And don't interrupt here. I've had lots of time to think about this. I can't hold my own anymore. I tried. And diving forth to do what I could to help Miss Eleonora... I wasn't able to. I couldn't present the front that I would have been when I would have been able to when I was more capable when I was fighting at full strength. If there's anyone to blame for what's happened in the quarry, it was my fault. Oh, no. I got taken. A knoll took me down with a longbow at point blank range. Like. Such things would be an embarrassment for the nobility of Taldor. It's quite a null, though, yes, you have to admit. I also don't think that the nobility of Taldor regularly go about hunting gnolls. True, there aren't very many there, other than those who have come to trade from Kano or Syrian frequently, but not many that would call Taldor their home. The point is... If you're looking to haunt the Scarlet Triad, if you're, have you told her about the notes that you got from Beirut? Yeah. Oh yeah, we probably discussed it. Out if open. you, I didn't figure you'd keep it from her, but just a thought check. If you're going to continue through another of these portals and track down this Ember Beard, I'd only slow you down trying to lend you my blade. But you could help us by 
helping me figure out how to administer my new land. can't imagine that's going to take very much work. There's, what, two dozen people here? Well, there are now, but if we develop a, a system of commerce across this gate, then I imagine it's going to take quite a bit more bureaucracy than that. Hmm. And no small bit of skill and tact. So? And I trust you. My father spends the greater part of my life convincing me to use my resources and my wit the pursuit of titles and lands in Taldor. I leave for just a few months and you're looking to grant me titles and lands. <laughs> or at least what, the station of Seneschal perhaps? Uh, that's exactly what I had in mind. My Our right hand. Oh. Awkward. Sorry. Yeah, sometimes it's just a matter of knowing the right person. You're the right person. I... You know what? I don't know that I have a better tech to follow, really. I've hardly a home to return to. Back to the east and keeping close by, staying in contact. If you do manage to take down the triad, if you do manage to learn anything about it just kind of looks again around this town where there are not a great number of people like again, there's a, a half dozen Various people's dinner tables have been hauled out and just kind of arrayed. Uh, all of them relatively simple. Nearly all clearly home-created. Uh, chopped and carved of wood they'd find in the, the glades up on the cliffs not too far down the coast or not too far inland. Uh, but one or two, perhaps, ones that they have taken from traveling markets or traders coming through. It's a humble beginning, I'll grant you, but we'll be needing to go and fortify up the area. We can't just be leaving an Iodara sitting in a cave somewhere if we're going to be using it regularly. Do not forget you would have a regular access to us. And the bellflowers will be coming by as well. well. You hardly have access to the entirety of the Leopard Clan to help you with this one, Mr. Esme. Well, the Leopard Clan are wonderful people, but not very capable diplomats. Well, I'd say they've held their own fairly well. They're just... Don't like anyone. Their particular form of diplomacy, given those they interact with, they you know, send a clause, and I would imagine it's interesting hearing news from the other side. The Aspis Consortium has many workings, many projects and expansions into the Mongi Expanse, and well, prior to my own journey with Lord Stoutmore, the only thing I'd heard of them was as hostile native savages who just fought off any incursions to their lands with tooth and claw. Couldn't see reason who, as many are to believe, couldn't even speak. But, well, the Ekajai do defend their lands. I I don't know. It's, it's an odd one to resolve in my head. The Leopard Clan versus the Aspis Consortium. What is the Aspis Consortium? Oh, You've never... You... Okay, so, like, this, there's such a big thing that I am positive that Resme would, like, if you were trained in society... I, I am. Jen does not know what it is. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, like, this is... There is no universe where Resme does not... Has, does not at least, isn't at least familiar with the aspects. They're probably one of the biggest 
like mercantile groups in all of Avistan. Gotcha. They have operations throughout all of the inner sea regions, even spreading out into Kazmron. Like they are a huge, huge force uh, of merchants, of traders, of mining and logging companies. And they do regularly uh, the Wangi Expanse is a very resource-rich envi environment, if you didn't gather from the giant gold mine um, that you had to fight a bunch of cinder claws out of. But they are... They're having a tough time with the Wangi Expanse. <laughs> it's the bad time. Between a whole lot of, like, incredibly aggressive giant local fauna and tribes like the Ekajai specifically, who have been done a very good job of repelling them. Pelican dinosaurs that just come. Pelican dinosaurs, yeah, leave. they just shot them. <laughs> they're off the vampire sloths. The manager wears the white hard hat. He's easier to see. Elephants. <laughs> so all the managers keep getting scooped up and taken off, and they can't make any progress. Having a hard time. No. <laughs> but you would also maybe a society check. Can I make one too? Yeah, you guys can both just. Let's, let's see what you guys know about this. Twenty-five. That's gonna be like a freaking uh, forty, I imagine. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Fair enough. Uh, the two of you. Uh, Trishik, is it higher if you use Lore Underworld? Uh, it's actually exactly the same because it's intelligent. Okay, this would probably be lower though. You would know that that the Aspis Consortium for as well known as they are and as large of a mercantile company as they are, they probably have some run-ins with them. Yeah, I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm positive you are, you have met the Aspis Consortium or some of their agents. They do just as much behind the scenes as they do out in the general public. And a lot of what they do uh, let's just say the Aspis Consortium has been the anta antagonists of many a Pathfinder Society <laughs> scenario. They are not good. <laughs> they got their hands on a whole lot of... Uh, They're not the Shriners. Very yeah. negative projects. Probably one of my um, primary employers then. Probably, yeah. Uh, whether... And, and it is it is really just that they are the peak of absolutely whatever to make money like they have no line money. of alignment they will do whatever like they will trade they would trade slaves through Ravenel they would gladly help the Scarlet Triad trade slaves through Ravenel uh, if they would get money for it um, to like illicit drugs uh, dealing through major towns to literally like trying to overthrow governments that are making that are eating into their profits gotcha. they have a lot of power and a lot of times they wield it in fairly dark ways Oh. Well, I I think that this could be I think this could be something that you would really, really enjoy doing. That's something I certainly would be. Wait, you, you said this was called doing. the Bezos Consortium? <laughs> <laughs> something I'd be at least proficient in. So. And uh, we could introduce you to Tyrannus as well. Tyrannus is this Hell Knights that you're sweet for, yes? He's also yes. managing the affairs of the Citadel back in Breachill. Fair enough, I suppose. I'll have to organize a stay. You know, uh, perhaps it may be easier for me to find housing in Kintargo proper and to run things from there if I'm going to, well, if I'm going to be a contact to the Silver Council and deal with the 
planner day today is an administration of this lands, which we don't even quite know the size or population of yet. Correct. But, okay, all right. Kintargo's been fair enough. I, you know, feel like I left a piece of myself there. Oh, he's been able to joke about it. Oh, I'm going to miss you, but I'm really, really glad you're at least going to stay where we can get to see you. Well, I suppose it'll never be more than three days' journey if the portal's accessible from somewhere vaguely over there. It's true, and Volia, I really have studied the magics, and I can't do it right now, but I really do believe that I will be able to help you. I would not make such a promise if I didn't think I could deliver. Well, to my understanding, you have a book that tells you how to bring the dead back to life, so I guess anything's possible. Sarge tells us how to bring the dead back to life. So I I'm forgot in, about that for five minutes. I've been, I've been, I've been, um, I've been wondering. It's a nice conversation, and all. Um, what's the sword button? And uh, oh, this, so, oh, he's standing so, right there. Who's rooting through his wagon over here? Right. Who's getting things open? Who's got like racks of things already out and a growing pile of uh, stuff oh. around on Bonk. small portable displays. <laughs> Is that comfortable? <laughs> Small portable displays he's pulled out with a couple of swords and mallets and stuff on. Uh, he turns out, what is a sword button, you ask me? What's, what's, what's that? And he just points at the wagon itself. It's, it's magic? It looks like magic. That's a lot of South stuff. Sword Porium. That's a lot of stuff. South Sword Porium. South Sword Porium. South Sword Porium. magical sword button. Uh, I had to get a bigger case for these. You will, uh, if you will even believe, because the thing I was holding them in previously doesn't even have room for the sheer power of the sword buttons that I have acquired in my journeys throughout Ravenel. Would you know that I met a traveling wizard just a few weeks prior, within the last month, earlier in Desnes, I believe, first half of it, it was around the uh, 10th, 9th, it was definitely a weekend, and he introduced me to... There's a word for this, and I am... You know, you know me, Southward Todd, Southward Porium, my best customers. Terrible with these wizard words and their magical titles, accoutrements, and all sorts of fancy magic. They'd be throwing on the names of things just as much as they do the items themselves. Was it a box sword by chance? That's a sword button. I don't think it was, but a sword button. And he has a much larger, almost like a trunk. <laughs> it's at a point where it's kind of awkward to hold, but he reaches over and lifts the lid on. Is with, it rattling full of <laughs> particularly rune stones? No, he has them set up on rune stones uh, in a display board. It's kind of angled up as he takes the lid that you can see them all. Very presentable, like a portable jeweler's case that he has to open and try to hold. Or like a tackle box? Like a tackle box. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> very much like a tackle box. Feel, feels a lot less and It is a tackle box. As a matter of fact, as he opens it, the, the main tray... Just from the mechanical motion of this, <laughs> comes out the front with two side ones atop that fanning out to the side, the bottom raising up to make this. And he ends up holding what is pretty much a large tackle box um, with a wide assortment of runestones in them. And he's going to reach it over the top of this thing. So, you know, these sword buttons here, these ones, you bought a couple of me from these before. That wizard man said these ones just uh, enhance, enhance the. Enhance. Hold this for a minute, would you, Roshin? Oh, yes, no, certainly, certainly. I can't hold that. Oh, my goodness. This, this one right here. So a couple Tim of these. <laughs> to find customers prior when he came through. Enhances the natural prophecy of the sword. Balance, lightness, sharpness of the edge, everything about it. This wizard told me that such magic actually, actually 
theoretically does not have a limited. Actual, theoretical, infinite, uncapped, somewhat limited, probable power in theory. He said a lot of words. Very fancy. Well, Matt threw some numbers at me. Had an abacus. But... I think I know him. Raz has an abacus out. Just... <laughs> Click, 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 click. What we've given you before. These sword buttons were only the most simple version of their kind. But this wizard, knowing that I would come to find you lot again, my best, my favorite customers, my pals, has set me up with a couple of even greater ones. Literally just better magic than what we put in before. Now, Sal's Heart Todd, Sal's Word Porium, Sal's Guarantees. Now you're thinking to yourself, but Sal. If you sold me a sword button before that you thought was the greatest thing you could possibly attach on one of Sal Sartod's swords. And now you've discovered that there's actually magic to make something better. This is just a direct improvement of version 2, perhaps, you could say. Certainly, you would be willing to give me a fine discount on this new upgrade. You know, for camaraderie. And you would be wrong. These were exorbitantly <laughs> expensive. But <laughs> the good news is that with the trades we made in the past, the money you've given me, the commerce that's already been exchanged, I was able to invest a somewhat shameful amount of my capital into a few of these enhanced sword buttons. Well, they look spectacular. And he shows you what uh, a couple of what look like uh, potency and striking runes. But the sigils that are drawn on the runestones themselves are just, they're more complex. They're enhanced. There is uh, more to the design, more interlocking pieces. Pardon? Huh. You know with these uh, the magic in these runes, now, the design of the sigil itself actually carries a lot of the magic, much like the writing in a scroll. And these more complex versions do appear to just be stronger striking and potency runes. He has greater potency and greater striking runes. Ooh. They're so shiny, Sal. They are fantastically made. Master crafted by the best wizard I have ever met, unsitting the previous one who was the one who gave me the previous set of stones, well, I'll have a talk with later when I make my way back around down to Easter someday. But for these fantastic stones, I know you're thinking to yourself, Sal Sartod, such a fantastic deal. Surely comes with an exorbitant price tag. What are you thinking? Tens of thousands of gold pieces, thousands of platinum? Undoubtedly. Probably worth it. Probably worth it, honestly. Given what I had to do thousand yard stare <laughs> this man is not here anymore he's on a distant battlefield well, we had to go through these sword buttons but no not for my favorite customers I could not let you walk away with a South Sour Todd deal not 10,000 gold not 5,000 gold not even 2,000 gold these enhanced Sal branded sword buttons improved better than any you will find throughout all of Avestan, Kazmaron, Galarian the worlds beyond could be yours for the low, low price of 100 platinum pieces. What a deal. We'll take three. Two? Three's a lot. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Three sounds like a deal, as that happens to be just how many that I had could afford at the time. So, uh, and he, he pulls over to one side, the, the one side of this thing that you have on there. He takes the trunk back from you, uh, motioning over to the side. I've got a trio of the things. Apparently they are quite intensive to create, and this was actually all the wizard had on, on hand at the time, which lined up perfectly with with all of the money that I own. So, <laughs> please, please buy them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sal, 
Tell you what, we've got quite a bit of trade as well, so you'd actually be able to flush it out to make sure your base gets all happy, as well as your fantastic customers as this we are. This is fantastic, because boy, do I have news for you, buddy pal Roshin. This wagon is looking sad and empty at the moment. I've had to liquidate a hilarious amount of capital, but I did it for all of you. I'm rooting, I'm actually rooting through, like, I'm actually at the wagon looking through all the stuff like this. And yeah, like if you're up and you little like jump up to get into the side of the wagon because it's like a big wagon yeah. that does up the, the main body of it has two main doors that open. But as you're kind of snooting around in this wagon here, uh, it, it does seem to like Sal doesn't even seem to notice, much less be bothered that you are digging around in this wagon. And as he said, there's there is not a ton in here at the moment. <laughs> there are like infinite racks upon drawers upon armor and weapon stands that just seem to kind of keep unfolding and opening into infinity. But there is there is very little merchandise at the moment. We just start dumping out bags of holding. The wagon is sad. Loot, loot, but loot, good giant news. club. How? Uh, <laughs> giant club. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> giant. Ooh, just actual money. You grow big and then put He'll... me on your shoulders and empty the bag for the clubs to come out. Yeah. Thunk, 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 thunk. <laughs> Just a stack of trees. How many plus one striking weapons do you have? 22. <laughs> He's back in business. Sells back on the market, ladies and gentlemen. Sells newly restocked Swordborium. A lot of very blunt swords. A lot of tree swords. A lot of tree swords. A lot of big old smacking swords, I like to call them. Uh, a lot of those lesser-minded folk, a lot of those smaller, not thinking so big, not seeing grand picture, those kind of nobility-like floating around on their tiny little garter daggers or their boot knives, thinking, telling me, Salsar Todd, that's just an entire tree. And I tell them, no, no. it's only most of an entire tree. And it hits like one, too. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to get them all in the wagon, but we'll figure it out. If it was an entire tree, you could not put the rune on it. Now, now that... Buddy, Dalren, that's thinking. Oh, don't say that, Dalren. <laughs> what about Dalren? He's had a good point. No. Oh, he's, that's true, Sheikh. Dalren's dead. Ah. Uh, I spent quite some time, my dear. You it's, right. it. it's been a couple of months. Buddy, true Sheikh Bates. Was Dalren not also a tree? No, my brother's a tree. But if he was, we could make him one hell of a giant smacking sword. <laughs> <laughs> Salsar Todd guaranteed. <laughs> so. Resme looks really disturbed by the idea. <laughs> now that's a sentient weapon. So, for the. <laughs> there it is. I hate you. <laughs> Can't argue with that one. My weapon uh, is an actual leaf druid. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I cast smack. Yeah. <laughs> Shillelagh, cast itself. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. Oh, so, in order Bam. to uh, <laughs> in order to prevent our session here <laughs> from, from devolving, devolving, well, from turning into spreadsheet management and uh, you know the inventory episode, <laughs> uh, we have already dealt with all of the math and the exchanges and everything. And at the end, the spreadsheet of the, management, the too. spreadsheet management as well, because this man, boy, does he love his spreadsheets. I do love my you spreadsheets. You have no idea. This man, I have never seen a love between this man's spreadsheets since Sal Sartan and his Swordporium. They're so cool. Or me and stupid NPC voices. <laughs> I like your stupid NPC I'm, voices. I They're the best. Just They're like fantastic. I like my stupid spreadsheets. <laughs> so what all, for summarization for continuity, 
What all are we picking up during our exchange with South Sartad at South Sword Forum? Well, Nick, would you like to tell us what we've got here? Alrighty. What's behind door number Nick. Door all number of you me. but Resume are the worst. I haven't done anything. <laughs> Raz is just chilling. I haven't said a word. All, right, all so of me. There's Marshall. Marshall's also just chilling. Yeah. Rushing Believe it in. or not, Marshall is actually behaving. <laughs> Which he is gets scary. confused by South Sartan. So Roshin's gonna pick up that uh, lovely body sword plus two rune that he he's got there. He would, in fact, from that same wizard, have some improved body sword buttons. Spectacular. Gonna pick up one of those. Uh, Marshall's gonna get the keen rune that we picked up. Give it to him. Only we identify on the way up here, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, Marshall is also gonna pick himself up a plus one striking, probably halberd. He wants probably a pokey type weapon that has reach because pole arms are the best. Don't care what any of you say. They are the best. I'm in that camp. Shut yeah. up. I'm not here to discuss it. I'm here to tell you the pole arms are the best. <laughs> exactly right. So wait, let me make sure, let me get this straight. So you have a great axe, a great hammer, and a halberd. Yep. No, and it's an okay halberd. It's an okay halberd. It doesn't have it's any, like, in, it's in plus one super... It's plus one striking, which is quite serviceable. Well, it's also reach, so when he's yeah, large, he's got 15 reach. foot reach when he's yeah. large. Oh, I 20 when 20 he's huge. <laughs> yep. Yep. He reach out and touch you. That's his name. Okay. You. Yeah. He's casting a spell at that point. Yeah. <laughs> range. He's just like casting poke. Oh. <laughs> oh, is a halberd piercing? Is that what he wants to work? It's piercing. It is versatile piercing. Oh, okay, it is okay. slashing you, and you piercing. Variety. Fair enough. Well, well I, I just don't think you can get a piercing martial weapon in the tens <laughs> ten area. Any piercing weapon can become a martial weapon given the right tools. Ah, if is, I see what you did there. If there is anything I'm good at, is disappointing humor. <laughs> I uh, feel bad about laughing at the sentient weapon joke, so have this hero point. This <laughs> well done. Setting us up there. So we have these, like, end of chapter, beginning of chapter sessions on a bunch of combat. We get the, the hero and the villain point stacks real big, and the first fight is a party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, moving along. Uh, let's see here. Resme is going to keep that messenger ring she got, of course, with her lovely derpy little animal messenger that tumbles out of it. Uh, and she's going to buy a greater staff of transportation, which I'm sure Sal has a spectacular name for. Greater staff of transportation? I don't think you'd have a greater staff of transportation. Oh, can we buy that back in Contargo then? Uh, you'd probably be able to get that back in Contargo, yeah. Okay, we'll, that's fine. We'll file under picked up in Contargo. Uh, the other... That's not a sword. That doesn't sound like a sword to me. <laughs> Sure, it's the first thing I've ever heard Sal say wasn't one. He said several things aren't sort of, you know, coffee. That's true. Coffee's That's not it. very sword-like. It was, it was pretty much it. Though, yeah. yeah. Uh, true Sheik, we're going to get a plus two weapon potency rune. Boom. And, and he wants a greater invisible armor rune to be able to go invisible and sneaky more than one Boy, time. Boy, does Sal have all kinds of fancy new sword buttons and body sword buttons. And body sword buttons, too. And then, like, we're selling, like... A Every, gazillion everything. things. Selling the huge pile of repurposed Scarlet Triad loot. Yes. So who wants your stealth lizard to be able to go infiltrate three times per day? Sneaky. Beaky. Beaky. I like. have a feeling that it will be quite useful to have you be able to do that. Well, along with the cloak of I can now use multiple voices, this is going to be fun. <laughs> he had to get that item before he could do that. <laughs> yeah, he actually had no voices before he picked up that item. <laughs> <laughs> So after some interaction bean soup. with uh, Sal Sartad, <laughs> dealing with what would probably be managing a pretty decent pile of equipment you have here, uh, this is not quick. No transaction with Sal Sartad is brief. So by the time that you were finished, we have gone from late morning to early afternoon and being generous. 
and much of the fishing ships you would be able to see, uh, tiny shapes on the horizon, have made their way back into the boathouse and the jetty. Uh, the tables had been laden and heaped high uh, with another set of large bits of salted flanks and meats that they'd had from their smokehouse uh, that have been waiting in there prior that they have a huge store for. Like, the, the town is not short on food. Cypress Point may not be a magnificent city like Cantargo. Yet. But, yet. But if there is one thing they have got in spades, it is delicious food. Uh, and as the new catch is coming in, uh, a fairly decent area near the tables had been racked around with stones, not in a massive bonfire or anything, but like a long kind of rectangular pitch hmm. with a, a strip of low burning coals that various plates of metal, grates, uh, what they could find, in some cases even like blades of plows and heads of shovels laying across them upon uh, which they can grill the day's catch. Assortments of vegetables that they have laying around from prior harvest or from their own stockades. And once again, you have yourself a relatively impressive feast. Ooh, I'm starving. Marshall's already chowing down at the table, but not waiting on anyone. <laughs> Marshall got his halberd and left. <laughs> He's like, I'm eating, bye. Rubs on. You all work this out. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I got my toys, I'm good. <laughs> Sandy, now that we're all eating and slightly inebriated, uh, shall we have a chat? Of course. Uh, I'm more than excited to hear the tales of your valor as you've heard from... Max tells me correctly, traveled all throughout Ravenel in pursuit of this uh, triad, I believe it was. Indeed. Uh, and, uh, well, I suppose uh, she'll kind of begin at the beginning and uh, take her through the, the high points of, of most of it, trying not to get bogged down in the minutia of it. Um, Devil's triad, Nadal, yeah. Overashma, Quarry. Quarry. They found me in the quarry. And, uh, so I suppose that brought us back to the Silver Council. Uh, On a truly miraculous journey it has been. It's astounding, and, and to my old mind, almost inconceivable, unimaginable, that what you managed to do here for us in Cypress Point was not only just the beginning of your journeys, but far even from its highlights. You... This was a plenty fine highlight. I... And a great way to start you our journey here. all are... Like divine heralds sent down the flesh. Oh, good. Um, I suppose I should mention that... And granted, I'm not really sure how it happened or, or why it happened, but I've been given the barony of this land. Didn't you ask for it? That's right, I did. <laughs> the Silver Council, uh, apparently finally on the way back heard about our little adventure here and uh, decided to reward us. And one of the things that came out of it was they uh, agreed to give Resme here administration over the town and surrounding lands. I... Well, this is certainly interesting news. This very well changes the state of things. I wasn't aware that we were a part of any larger baronies or kingdoms beyond Ravenel itself. Not entirely sure how the Civil Council plan to arrange it. It's a bit beyond me, I'm afraid. But I... certainly, it's a it's, it's quite an honor. We but had a, for someone who travels, we had a High Lord when, well, when Ravenel was still simply Cheliax, and we were Chelish peoples. But to my memory, I only believe I met him once. 
Uh, he didn't seem to have much time nor care for Cypress Point. Uh, and truly our only visitations with the ruling body of House Thrun was when time came for them to reap their harvest of our coin. Well, but since Ravenel, we've had no such interactions, truly. I can assure you that that is not my intention at all. No, uh, no, of, of course. But uh, the, the thing is, your town has just become a lot more important and crucial than you think. You told her about the portal, right? She knows about Elsa's ring. Vaguely, so that there's Vaguely. A, a portal. Right. Well, I don't look at this at all as a negative. Uh, of oh, course, God. when our rulers were, uh, when we were part of Cheliax, and we were hardly a part of Cheliax at all, we paid our dues, and that was really all there was to it. But in return, the Chelish Navy patrolled our waters. We lived quiet and simple lives. And once Kintargo and their rebellion was completed and Ravenel came into its own, well, you arrived to see what happened then. There are... There are certainly compelling reasons to commit our small town to something greater, to be more closely tied to the Silver Council itself, to the good people of Kintargo, its nobility and its arist aristocracy. It's just... Well, I wouldn't... I couldn't imagine asking for anyone better to be our envoy in that stead. Resume will actually blush really, really red. Well, I can assure you that even though we've met a short time ago, I care very much for you and your people, and I would want this to be an equitable arrangement. I want you to get as much benefit out of it as you possibly can. The people here should have increased infrastructure. If there's trade, they should be able to take advantage of it. Security, of course, fortifying the place because it will be a gate, and you should need you will need help with that. And I would like your help in. Uh, well, I've sort of appointed somebody who we care very deeply for and we trust. Her name is Valia, as a, a seneschal of more administrative matters, but. I would be very grateful were you to stay on as well as an advisor and perhaps one of the head counselors, as the people trust you, and so do I. Well, that certainly explain, uh, explains all of uh, Miss Azimov's very pointed questions earlier about our town and its industry and income. But we lay not terribly far from the major thoroughfare to the northern end of Ravenel. So fortunately... For our size, Cypress Point does see a fair lion's share of trade. Traveling merchants pass through here frequently. and uh, Truth be told, this is why our stocks and our uh, food storages are laden as full as they are. That's most of uh, where our coin comes from, is trading food and road goods, smoked and salted meats from our smokehouse with these traveling merchants. But these... <laughs> These are conversations I hardly expected to be having with our saviors. Believe me, it was... Part of it was I wanted to be able to protect the gate and the places around the gate. I didn't want your people to be taken advantage of by being in a place where you are, where we couldn't help and protect you. 
And do not forget having access to a different... Every time I look at you, more of your face is covered. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it keeps getting adjusted differently every Fair time enough. I put it up. Fair enough. But um, do not forget that having access to a different region would give you different resources. Many different trees, alcohols, things you do not have around here typically. Potatoes. Well, Lots of oh. potatoes. I would, I suppose, somewhat struggle to think of what Cypress Point could truly be wanting for. Not very simple folk, after all. Well... It would be enlightening to Breach Hill as well. I think it would be more than enlightening to Breach Hill. And Breach Hill, that's the town the group of you hail from, correct? Yes. On the other side of this gateway in the mountains. Perhaps you should visit someday. We'll take you across soon. Perhaps I will. But... For now, I see no need to deal with these manners of land and baronies. Uh, for now, our town simply seeks to honor your return with a feast. After everything that you've done for us and coming back here, even bringing such great piles of our forgotten treasures along with you. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're not mad, because in case you were, I picked you some wildflowers on my way over here. <laughs> Ever the thoughtful one, Resme. Still, I will take them gladly and thankfully. We need song. We need song. A song. We're having yes. a feast. No music. Well, this is your specialty, is it not? Oh, kinda. Where's the children? And uh, cut them a song. You're gonna uh, love it. At this point, the children would, uh, like the, the vast majority of the town's children, would probably be off around a quarter of this main opening around the side of the smokehouse. The kids playing table. some game or other, kicking a leather ball around. I'm gonna run and get them. Uh, children, children, children. Yes, kids, kids. Remember the song I taught you? The one in Elvish. Yes? Uh, most of them would nod kind of excitedly. A couple of them would clearly be thinking really hard. Oh, yay, if, the song. I remember. Yeah. If you don't remember all the words, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. As long as most of you remember most of the words, we're all good. Follow me, follow me. The children will follow you. I'm going to, I'm going to. Very enthused by the excitable rat person. Yes. Um, 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 um. So it's a rat who plays instruments that's leading the children. <laughs> oh, the, the irony. <laughs> this is fine. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> Thank you, George. He he's going to get some of the other um, villagers that he knows can play simple. He's taught them how to play. And he's taught them the right, the right notes to play. It's a jug band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's going to lead them the in a festive... <laughs> It's actually mostly an elvish song because he knows she's an elf and he really likes Resume. <laughs> so he's showing off his elvish, his elvish. Um, it's an elvish song, song of a heroic return after a long journey. So the kids are singing in a choir poorly, but they do know the words. <laughs> no, as, mostly know the mostly words. words. As this goes on, Marshall's like, ah, he just picks up the closest keg and walks off with it. And then, <laughs> as soon as it ends... I don't understand the, what they're saying either. As soon as it ends, he, he just leaves, you, come on. <laughs> he gets the, the, the town men to start singing an dwarven drinking song. What do you do with our uncle? He chair? immediately turns around with the keg. <laughs> with, and, Rez, uh, and Roshin is like, oh, Leon, you get the party like a dwarf. Come on. Dwarven drinking songs, there any are uh, truly iron, a any great... Old, there's a lot. Any, any old iron. <laughs> Talk about a treat. You look dapper from your happy defeat. And <laughs> he's leading him in songs. The afternoon 
into if you would stay for it, even into the evening, as the sun passes down into the twilight hours, would pass with singing, revelry, merriment, feasting, and of course, Trying a great to get amount your sheet of alcohol. Drunk. But we have to go all the way back to Easter. We don't have time to be just sitting around drinking I and mean, partying. They would gladly welcome you, like, with beds and, and and people spare beds and homes to stay and leave in the morning as a, if that's that's fine absolutely an offer in the barn <laughs> or a barn yeah, there's a barn just fell asleep there there's just a boathouse passed out in the corner like on yep. his face just like planked with like hanging over to the side of the pier He's he's a he's asleep on top of a fish of, of, of a I'm going to insist he's just that <laughs> everyone come stay at my house. I've been home months. That's two res would have a place here, so what, I don't know if fit? you have a five. Is it still six standing? Man Actually, place. when you get there, it's it's sizable, but the main room is set up like a classroom where people would sit, and then his living quarters are very very small, much like the room we are in now. Okay, um. YOLO me a d20 real quick, Raz. Oh my god. Screw it, I'm sleeping in the squash. Say, we have the gourd. <laughs> you you have a, a hero point. You wanna... This is just like a just random chance roll. I think, given you, <laughs> you weren't exactly here for the events of the Scarlet Triad attack, but you would have noticed upon your arrival that like, while everything looks well enough and everything's together, you knowing a ton a bit more would notice that a couple of buildings are gone, are lots, pens or fields now. Your home would be among them. Oh, I had a house. Um, that's unfortunate. Worked really hard on that. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. This, this uh, is where the what falls down can be built again. Um, we have a gourd. We do have a gourd. You we do have the, the gourd. gourd. You have the gourd. You can put the gourd in Raz's empty lot. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> And it would take about a minute. It's not particularly fast, but as you twist it and put it down, that's still pretty fast. That's, that's pretty. That's still gourd, pretty like, fast. From a gourd to a house in a minute is quick, but it's not like boiling. You have time to back up so you don't fall over. It starts filling, growing the area, and uh, its shape contorts a bit as well. Uh, the stem kind of turns over on top, squaring out a bit into a chimney. Uh, the elongated shape of the gourd sort of compresses to a bit more of almost a squared hemisphere as it expands to the size of a, almost like a, a decent hunting lodge even. It's not even a small cabin, like it's, it's sizable. It can comfortably keep 10 people in it, so it's not the smallest. It's probably big of a significantly larger than Rezo's. It would ooze out into the roads around a bit. Do you think we should get a permit for this thing? With a couple of round windows in the front and a large, almost garishly bright orange door, the color of the pulp that would have once been inside the gourd, set into the front. Well, this is delightful. Uh, those bellflowers, they really don't have this. would attract a great amount of attention, rounds of applause and excitement. Oh, thank you, thank you. People. Had, no, had nothing to do with this. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> because if nothing else, it's a fantastic parlor trick. That's true. So oh, this you, is lovely. You do have a great gourd home to stay in for the evening. Um, and resting... One final day. Star day, the 30th of Desnes. The weekend of the month's end. Sometime in the morning as you ready your things and yourselves. Do you have any final goodbyes for any one of the people of Cypress Points? You would take your leave up to the cliffside 
back to Dreamgate where he had once entered. I'll, I'll make sure they know to expect bellflowers. Expect an I've artillery cannon. A bunch of midgets are coming. One of them has a hoe. Do not mess with her. <laughs> <laughs> she will kill you oh. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even know what happened. You will just get control all deleted just from the universe. Just a flick of the wrist. <laughs> Evict your soul. But early in the morning, the question becomes, what are you doing with your carriage and your horses? Uh, needs giving to be, them to Valia. Valia needs to be traveling back to Kentargo. She could probably find a use for it. That's. It makes sense I, to me. Yep. I certainly could, I suppose. But to use the travel. Um, I well, this is quite a gift. Well, keep in mind, we're using it. For, we've been transferred the ownership to the barony. We could think of it that way if it makes you feel a bit more better about it. It is an Fair investment enough, so. in the quality of service. The first of the assets under the new rule, I suppose. Oh, and, uh... Well, we should come up with a crest for you. That's true, we should. I had actually planned on perhaps investigating and contracting one once I returned back in Kentargo. Um, surely there are... Uh, there may perhaps be a system, but there are proper artisans and rights there that could do the work, and besides, there is... There is much more to declaring a new barony than simply saying there is a new barony, so I imagine I have a lot of work to do. Oh. By the way, do you have a seal, Miss Gladderman? I do, actually. Uh, she'll show him the, the seal from the messenger ring. Well, perhaps you can send me with something then to, uh, in, as an introduction to the councils. They may, may, I may find my proper contacts. What is the messenger ring? If you give it to her, the seal should stay. Oh, then you'd, lo you'd, you'd lose it, the use of it. With it the it's jet. all right. Uh, I have, um, oh, here, this will work. Um, she'll uh, take out a piece of um, uh, clay or putty that she uses to seal uh, alcohol and other things and alchemical, and she'll make an impression of the ring in it. Oh, perfect. This will work well as a stamp. And uh, uh, let this me... as well, uh, starting capital and all, uh, she'll hand her 200 gold. And she'll take this. I'm taking this very seriously, then. Indeed. It's the other side of the gate. It must be taken seriously for the triad will take it just as seriously. Well, that's fair. I suppose that was what drew them to this place in the, uh, initially, and certainly once they learn of Varus's fall and the loss of control in the region, I imagine they won't simply wave that away. It will probably be for your best interest to spend that fortifying the area, strengthening up the town. Uh, perhaps hiring a staff of guards would be a good idea, supplying them with at least simple kit, weapons and armor, Creating a barracks here would not be unwise. Uh, perhaps even up on the hill nearer to the gate. It's up there to the north, right? Perhaps, exactly. We'll show you where it is on the way out this morning. And uh, we'll rendezvous uh, back here. Uh, shall we say uh, once a week, perhaps, at first, just to make sure that we're all on the same page and there's nothing we need? We'll stay in communication if we're going to be gone longer. We don't know what's waiting for us in Korvok. It could very well be star days, then. Yes. Works well enough. Today I'll be the first. Indeed. You're going to have to remind me when it's star day so I remember to send a report. Of course I will. That's my job. So the group of you leaving the carriage and the horses in town for Valia's new service uh, travel with her back up the hill uh, to the cliffside, uh, or I guess around the coast to the cliffside, uh, set into the hill. Now, uh, previously, it is kind of like just halfway up a cliff facing out to sea. It's not terribly difficult to climb. It is relatively smooth. But it's not, it's not a, a super easy hike. Jump, jump. 
Yeah, there isn't a stairway or anything. You have to kind of scrabble the cliff face to make your way up there. Oh, you have a, a jump spell? I, I have jumped now. It's in the, it's it's in in the, the transmutation stuff. <laughs> oh, there you go. So you can jump and you can just boing your way up there. I was about to say, I don't need a jump spell. The crazy frog leg <laughs> style. Yeah, I mean, if you have any like real physical aptitude, it's not like it's difficult. It's just a particularly, a largely vertical hike for the last bit. Arriving back in the cave, I presented once more with the far end of Dreamgate. It's time to say goodbye to this country. Wait, 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 wait. What's this? This is Dreamgate. That's how we get back. I hope you're ready for something pretty extraordinary. What's the Dreamgate look like? Uh, the Dreamgate from this end would be two pillars supporting a large expanse, probably about eight feet high, eight feet square around, of just blank completely smooth gray stone. And the pillars on either side would be intricately carved with a lot of Desnan iconography. Uh, small constellations and butterflies prominent throughout, winding their way up around to the top of this pillar. And some of the designs eking a little bit onto the flat face of the stone, the stone, but the vast majority of it just being a perfectly smooth surface. It's just standing upright, uh, a, a foot, a couple of feet back from the back wall of this cavern completely at odds with its surroundings. I don't get it. You will shortly um, take the key and touch it to the gate. You've just been carrying a star knife, haven't you? Of course. Yep. It looks lovely on I my belt. I completely forgot that we left it in your hands. <laughs> what is she going to do? What are you going to do with it? You need it's just in a I pocket thought, I thought we left it in a bag of holding, but she's just like had it on her person the whole time. No, I, I took it out of the bag, bag of holding no, this bag. morning because I knew we were oh, okay. going to the gate and I didn't want to start digging around in a bag Dude, of holding in front of the gate. You're not carrying the key to freaking dream no. just openly on your waist. That was my concern. Like, hmm, that's not a good idea. But but touching the tip of one of the blades of this star knife to the stone, once again with just a soft tap, the surface of the stone would ripple almost like you touched it to the surface of still water. Uh, briefly losing its form, wavering as these rings emanated outward from its center. And the stone throughout, almost all at once, starting to fade, becoming what appears to be translucent uh, before it's replaced by a misty gateway of impermeable, swirling fog. And we go, Raz. Ah. Is this one settling the first time? King, mm -hmm. King Mataz, you go first. King Mataz looks at you. That's would odd you, how... Would you do it for some cheese? Raz looks a little offended. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm talking and to King Taz. like, holds out his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go... King Taz chases it. <laughs> it's odd. So far away from the... What was it? Hunter's Gate? Back in Wongi, and yet it's, a, it's clearly identical architecture. The carvings are very different. Well, the the magical structure of the gates are very similar, even though the execution is certainly different. The understanding and seeing it personally, very different things. It's so... Well, this cave is so plain. I really hope there's not another clan of evil hags on the other side of this again. Uh, don't oh, don't worry, they went away. I do not believe they could move in without the key. Well, they moved in last time. It was not by accident. It was. 
<laughs> well, it could happen by accident again, then. That's why I'm saying I really hope there isn't. No, Calamite's not fool enough to come back here. We'd boot her out right quick. <laughs> you want to get your back? Come back to Dreamgate if you want an ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If we roll like we did last time against her, oh, well, nothing's going to happen. No, She'd leave frustrated should... again like you did last time. <laughs> oh, if we rolled like we did last time, it should be fine. Our numbers are a little better. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Who steps first in the game gate? Me. King Mataz. Yeah, King Mataz already went through. Oh, you that she's through the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Mataz, boop, he's gone. And you just and, hear uh, a fireball. Okay. As I imagine following immediately <laughs> after. Coming through to see, once again, Dreamgate, uh, identical to how you had left it. Uh, stepping inside, once again, the sound of the outside world as you step into this fog. No wetness, no cold. Just obscuring your vision with complete blindness, just flat gray as you continue to take another step forward and that fades as you exit the cloud into the body of the way station itself. Again, your footfalls on the stone here are near silent as that magic that just mutes all sound, all sound throughout the dreamers' stay, uh, chambers makes everything just eerily quiet. As Mataz scampers back up Raz's uh, jacket, he does so completely silently, uh, nibbling on the cheese, making no sound whatsoever. Uh, even the rattle of Roshin's full plate, barely audible to those standing right next to her, as if she was standing yards off. But the place itself, exactly as he would left it. Welcome to the Dreamgate. Which I imagine, I, which I believe also includes, like, the body of a massive dead hag yep. just kind of strewn across the ground exactly in front oh, of you. Oh, we should probably do something about that. That's, I mean, I could burn it. It's not a welcoming sight. Probably not in here. Not at all. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, Why don't we hold it out and actually toss it off the cliff? Behind yeah. here, there is a second, smaller, more Get traditionally sized hag because you weren't here for it. The hag is a large-sized hag. There is like a hag giant dead body. A Jotun hag. A Jotun hag. Yep. Still laying in a pool of her own now-dried blood. The body does not appear to have decomposed at all. It is exactly as he left it, save for the blood now looking long dried into the floor. Hmm. Hmm. That's the property of the Dreamgate Way Station, because remember the previous body, we thought it was perhaps just because of the way it died, or I wonder if it's a property of hags themselves. I don't know, we could leave the body here for a while. Is it a property a of hags themselves? Roll me a hag check. Can, can I make that check too? Oh, no, you bard man, give what? me a hag lord check. Yeah. One I heard there's one time that it's a 21. Hags are... Um, it's a 24. So both of you would know that hags are... Uh, they are like warped monstrosities, but their bodies are still largely traditional <laughs> flesh and bone, uh, and they rot like any other. Hmm. They aren't like piles of magic or anything. They will decompose and rot normally. Uh, in fact, in many situations... Uh, hags decompose at an alarming rate. The most common ones that people are able to deal with uh, being lone hags covenless in the forest, uh, the lowest rungs of whatever hag society there may be, uh, their bodies rot to the point of nearly nothing but bleached bone in a matter of days. Hmm. So the opposite, if anything. Perhaps then it is the, green, it is the Dream Gateway Station that's doing this. That's weird. Well, Worst case scenario. Me and uh, Trushia could do what we did last time and dispose of it properly. I don't... Last time? I don't think it's a very welcome yes, sight, when though. when we had to deal with the assassins' bodies. Oh, 
You mean you'd bury them? Yeah, you have, right. to, you have to haul them up into the mountains. That was a great deal of work. We just take this one to the other side of Dreamgate, just pitch her into the sea. She's a bit of a jerk anyway. We wouldn't miss it. would be fine. I could also just delete her from existence. <laughs> Disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> then Can't we'll, argue with the effectiveness of it. We would have to get the broom in here, though. I mean, sure, but... Hey. Who is the hag? Did How'd I get, she die? Did I get her name? Kalamisone, when he got. Kalamisone. Actually, I didn't get her name, uh, but uh, she died from, well, let's see here. I stabbed her there, and Marshall hit her here, and uh, that blast there, those divots there, that's uh, Resme's arrows from her magic, and uh, Trushik, uh, ah, yes, the claw scrapes that way. Across the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking on her legs. It's actually on her face. It's very gruesome. Yeah, he would have some, like, because the ceiling was pretty flat stone. You would have, like, even visible if you point out little nicks and chips in the stone where he had been clambering across the oh, ceiling. And that's where the uh, strange invisible bone demon appeared. Strange invisible. What was that? I want to hear about that. That sounds cool. Oh, interesting. It was with the tag that we're talking to him. Uh, he he basically wasn't very interested in fighting us until Resme apparently said something he found very offensive. What? I didn't know that he would find it offensive. Apparently, my demon manners need to be adjusted. What'd you tell him? What'd she you told say? him to go home, which I is basically the same home. thing as saying go to hell. <laughs> it is quite literally uh, telling him yeah. to go to hell. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't tell a demon that, no. I didn't know it was a demon at the time. I thought he was a strange, weird bone dinosaur. He does kind of look like a strange, weird bone dinosaur. That's fair. I can actually see that. Huh. Weird. Weird. It was like a what? scorpion. It was like right? a bat scorpion thing. Like, it had big old bat wings. It had a long scorpion tail. It walked on all fours. It was, it, I could absolutely see weird bone dinosaurs. It does not look like your traditional humanoid devil at all. Huh. But, uh, I, let's get out of here. I don't like it here. I'm sorry, they're peaceful, actually. Aside from all the corpses everywhere. Well, you should probably clean this up, yeah. Yeah? Oh, I should probably clean it up. I see how it's going. Oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me that bought this. You're part of the team now. Chip in, chip in. Should I just go ahead and drag this the outside? Person? I think it's probably for the best. Here, I'll help you. I just grab it by the leg and just walk out with it. We <laughs> haven't even been gone three minutes and a body's being thrown out of the portal. <laughs> this is still there. This is going to be great. And a Jotun hang just goes flying out over her head. <laughs> Despite the magic deafening, you still hear Marshall go, Ah! You know what? <laughs> Valia will look back and go, yeah, that's like the 10th weirdest thing I've ever seen them do. Valia like, scares the hell out of Valia. I kind of hand, and just hears Marshall yell at his humongous purple body. It comes flying out and just blap into the ocean. Anyway, that's gone now. So. Never going in that gate, she says. Problem solved. <laughs> so you continue through Dreamgate back past... Uh, the paired sleeping chambers, whichever way you go, I would imagine probably leading to go not past the Whomping Tree of no, Death, and not. just probably just past the Circle of Beds. The reformed Whomping Tree of Death, thank you. Yeah, You're but saying a lot of words that are very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine a tree, and if you get near it, it whomps you. And back into the entryway, where the crucified hag still hangs nailed to the wall across from the entry portal, Bloody infernal script written above her head, smeared over the top of the carved elvish runes beneath it. I suppose you should do something about that too. I, you, 
Do, do you guys like to they just leave bodies lying around everywhere? It's it's a of work. sign that you've been here? It's that, a lot of work to get oh. rid of them. That one was here when we found when, when we got here. It's not our responsibility. We didn't so, actually do any of that. Uh, don't forget. Okay, I stabbed it right there, but aside from that. <laughs> when we came out of other side of gate, we had to deal with a raid by pirates. We did not have time to clean up bodies on the way in. Just uh, as he fair. says. That's fair, that's fair. And then we justifiably forgot they existed. We we kind of have been very busy and not able to... uh, I just think the concept of at the very end of the book, your last act is to walk back, oh, right, (laughs) 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 There's dead hags all over the gateway station. Should do something about that. I'll get the mop. <laughs> we should start our own cleaning service. <laughs> but you food get cart. to the other side mm-hmm. where this gate is just a blank face of stone set into the wall itself. All the walls and ceilings of this entire area inscribed with more of this desert iconography. Uh, holy symbols of her. Uh, muted, even muted colors woven across the ceiling. Things at a distance appear to uh, scintillate through an entire spectrum as you come through. Do I look? Okay. I look quite presentable. You can touch the star knife to the entryway and open a portal much the same as the one at the far end. You think Tyrannus will remember me? I should certainly hope so. Oh, you know, I probably should have told him we were coming back. Hopefully he won't be, like, naked taking a bath in the dungeon. I do not see why he Uh, would be doing that. That's curiously specific. Oh, girl can hope. Anyway... And you arrive back out once more into the antechamber of Alsada's ring. Five gates circled around this huge 80-foot-wide room, each faced with a carving of a different god or goddess from the elven pantheon in the center in each of the various directions. Visage of Desna looking at you as, as you emerge from this gateway. Tyrannus probably a little spooked by the gate opening if he happens to be nearby. Tyrannus is not I don't just hanging nearby. out in all Soda's ring. No, he is not. Uh, but you would have the stairwell recently repaired that does lead directly from Elsada's ring back up into the courtyard of Soda. Don't tell anybody. You. <laughs> Weren't we going through the cave for yeah, a while? Yeah, we were. You were for a while going through the huge <laughs> cave expanse. Your first priority was trying to repair the stairs. <laughs> Where are we? Where'd we go? Do you know... And he I doesn't know where Breachill ge- is. I would explain the rough geographical, like, we're near the Five Kings Mountain. Yeah, Breachill, yeah. Yeah, we're in Breachill, yeah. Yes. Why are we here? We're just in Cypress Point. Because teleportation. Ah. Because this is our Good home. Man. This is our castle. Well, right now it's a, it's a fairly impressive chamber. Oh, pointing but, up. Yeah. This, well, this is our castle. ancient elven relic, clearly. You guys have a castle? This is basement of castle. Are you already a noble? No, we, um... We just have castle. We found it. It was laying on a desk. Imagine. Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's start okay. walking up the stairs. So you got a few levels of stairs switching back, back and forth, passing by the basement below as it just goes right past Pippin Zarf's domain. Zerk and Sniggle's domain. There you go. Up on... I, had, I actually spaced for a moment their names. Uh, up to the courtyard itself. Can we please go see them? Well, the courtyard, I mean, if you we take a detour to say hi to Zerk and Sniggles for a moment. And Give us your means. Continue upward to the courtyard where the inner walls of your castle are still... They need tender love and care. At this point, assuming that 
you know, your stonemason has done his job. The outer walls and their giant breaches should all be largely repaired. But Citadel Altarian's damage was pretty extensive, and the courtyard has suffered a lot of it. The one side of it is still just a fetid, still pond of just standing water. Though at this point now, as it is uh, making its way well into summer, it would pretty much just be a dried up little slough of mud. Uh, and the rest of the dirt area where the goblins usually come to enjoy their festivities, bereft of goblins, bonfires, and activities. But instead, as you come up the stairs into the courtyard itself, oh. you would be immediately <laughs> greeted by Tyrannus, who was standing in his uh, in his full plates with his greatsword. Um, his greatsword between his hands blade down into the dirt so he doesn't have to bear the weight of it constantly about at the foot of the stairs that wind up into the inner ramparts of the courtyard itself. Uh, across from him on the southern side of the courtyard, uh, across from all of you as you come up on the north end, near the door is another figure that nobody immediately recognizes. But Tyrannus' expression, uh, he's not expecting you or anything, is very just blank. As you, whoever comes up first, would it be Rez scampers up first, and he looks down to you, confused, and like I quickly shifts. Doesn't pick his great sword up, but shifts to put a little more weight, readied, and pulls his great sword up out from the ground. Hi, 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 hi! Yes, 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 yes! I'm Rez. I'm Rez. Who are you? Resme would be and, behind uh, him. Behind him, Resme would come, followed by the rest of the party that he actually recognizes. <laughs> It's okay, he's a friend. We have made the new acquaintance. At which, uh, as you're coming up, he would turn the haft of his greatsword around to right it. Shouldering his armor, putting one front forward, blade back at the ready, and turn to the other figure. This is them, they are here! Taking a combat position. Across from all of you, at the far end, oh. A man stands in light, almost bluish, incredibly intricate and embellished Hell Knight plate. Great, Sauron the Deceiver. You guys live in Isker, have been in Isker long enough, uh, and around Cheliax. Surely it is any of you can recognize at a glance Hell Knight armor. Mm -hmm. And he bears, uh, similar to how Tyrannus was, but with his hands on the cross guard of an incredibly monstrous greatsword. Uh, with a tip in the dirt, the cross guard comes almost up to his shoulders. The hand, the haft of it, the handle up in front of his helmet, flanged back with blue metal, almost like fire, coming out from the sides of his face. He moves one hand up to the haft, moves it to the side, leaving his other hand where it was. And a voice emanates forth from beneath his full helm. It is you, then... You who have caused such suffering and harm to the good people of Breacher and Isker, lay down your arms and surrender immediately. We'll be stricken down. I'm going to uh, look at Tyrannus. What's and, going on, Tyrannus? And, you and all of you, you can pretty clearly this? see in the ramparts up around you, the morning sun overhead. Something up on the ramparts behind this guy, the southern side, a small construction of wooden stone wooden stone supporting uh, what looks like an idol 
of some kind. Set in its front, a glowing pink gemstone. And you, and you, Resme and Trishik, would see a subtle pink glint in Tyrannus's eyes. Oh, God. And we're going to take our midstream break. That's what we're going to do. Mm. We're going to stand up, stretch our legs for a brief moment. Get some snacks. Refill our drinks, get some snacks. We're going to leave you all with some highlights for entertainment while we're gone. Just don't go too far. When we come back, something, uh, something is not right here. Clearly. Didn't hear what happened to the last person who kicked our door in. Must have missed the memo. Mm. Yeah. We will be right back, everybody. We left off. We had come in to Citadel Altarian, passing back through Dreamgate to Breach Hill. Rose up to the courtyard to find ourselves face down by Tyrannus, another unknown Hell Knight, who immediately uh, demanded you lay down your arms and surrender. Anybody laying down their arms and surrendering? Roshin's looking at Tyrannus. Tyrannus, what's going on? He's not himself, Roshin. I'm gonna point up at the the thing I've noticed. Is likely more shenanigans. He'll deal with it. And the uh, light, almost the light blue armored Hell Knight at the far end with his great sword up, still not raised up entirely from the ground, as its bulk seems to be truly massive, even alongside something Marshall would wield. Tyrannus, do not give them time to organize. Take their weapons, and if they will not surrender, take them by force. I'm definitely reaching for my cloak. I have a better idea. Some. Uh, <laughs> Certainly, some initiatives here, I am sure. I'm pulling out my hammer. And I can bring up a dice tray here where you can- Oh, oh resume's ready. Coming down. I told you I had an idea. You sensed your, your crush was in danger. Too, uh, too don't you touch my big T. I guess I should leave my die there. Okie dokie. Start with our new friend. Reyes. 24. 24. All right, how about Resme? It's going to be a 39. That's pretty good. Don't forget Battlecry, y'all. Oh, Battlecry, yes. Roshin? Uh, Roshin got a uh, 29. And Trushik? 30. That's higher than 29. And Marshall? 31. That's higher than 30. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do this kind of thing. Because I assume I'm just rolling perception. <laughs> yeah, you're not like hiding anything right now. Alrighty. Tyrannus is going to get a 26. He's, I mean, he's Tyrannus. Not the fastest. He, he rolled pretty well. Quick, he's rolled pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Quick's not so much his thing. There's this man at the far end. Going to get a 35. Putting him right in here. For our board. So, Resume, as Tyrannus. Battle cries. Oh, yeah, give me your battle cries. Oh, someone was scared. I rolled a natural one. I am so confused. I'm uh, targeting the the big uh, Hell Knight. And uh, I got a 38. A 38. You're 
war scream in his face, making it pretty clear mm-hmm. that you are of no mind to immediately surrender. Uh, he moves uh, to take a step forward to rush towards the line here. As a Tyrannus also steps towards Trashik, the nearest. And uh, Resme, as this is kind of descending, you are the first to react. There we go. Um, Resme will look around, um, look at you, and uh, point up there, and then she will disappear. Uh, Dimension door. Okie dokie. Where are you going, Miss Rizme? I am appearing by the flashy thing that I saw so I can get a better look at it. All right, so we... On the ramparts. Boink. As you appear up on the ramparts, right next to this thing... Thank you. Uh, I have used... I literally just put the icon of a dragon totem on here because as you approach up next to it, it becomes somewhat clear this is actually very similar. Uh, to the kind of magic you had encountered back in the Mwangi Expanse that had been invested in the totems. Whatever is into this crystal, whatever is emanating out, out, very closely mirrors that enchantment from the jungle. Um, can I, uh, with my last action, uh, get an inspect magical item off on it? Or knowledge. just knowledge? I mean, you, yeah, you make me, uh, make me knowledge arcana. Okay. Okay, that's gonna be that, plus two is that. It's gonna be a 35. The 35, uh, looking over to this uh, with a very quick snap assessment. Uh, if it hadn't been something that you had encountered before, it would be near impossible uh, to be able to dissect what it is, but it's an aura that you, uh, again, recognize. Uh, this is almost identical to the totem in the Mwangi Expanse that you had found defended by the Gripply Warriors, little frog people. Okay. And uh, the glint in Tyrannus's eyes is all the confirmation, even imaginable, that uh, this is in fact that thing. And... He's not himself! So, Marshall, as you yell out at this man, uh, he immediately... Hunkers down, still holding off to the side of his sword, uh, charging forward as he pulls the sword up in front of him to turn it around to get the haft the right way into his hands. And he is going to charge towards Marshall, uh, calling out as he approaches, There's nothing personal here, fools! Lay down your weapons, or we'll strike them from your hands! That should be an intimidate check. So, Marshall, this is against your will DC. Okay. We have 32. That succeeds. Uh, 31, because he's actually frightened one from yours, if that changes it. Okay, well, it still succeeds. Okay, so you are also frightened one. I'll frighten you back! And he moves up. Actually, I think I get resistance because I have terrifying resistance as an ability. You have to be raging to do. Oh, yes, right. Um, It's not, but it doesn't apply here. And as he. Uh, as he brings this sword around, he doesn't bring it for, like, a death blow here. Uh, nobody's raised any sort of weapons against him, but he brings it up, uh, taking a hold of the handle with one hand and moving that it was on the handle to press the palm of his gauntlet against the nexus of the crossbar and the blade and just slams the side of the blade into Marshall. 
And then he's actually going to take penalty to swing it non-lethally. Interesting. For a 39. For a 39, that's that's a hit. So it's going to be non-lethal damage as this thing just crashes into you. Can you crit non-lethally? Mm-hmm. You can, yes. Interesting. Mm. It would just knock you unconscious super fast. Got it. For 49 points of non-lethal damage. Mm. Absolutely slams you. Uh, probably even for Marshall, knocking the wind out of him. You, uh, he was a little caught off guard with that. Um, for sure. Now, I'm doing math here. Uh, He's got a lot of health. Yeah, it is your turn. Once your math is completed. Make sure this is right. Where's the seven? There it is. Okay, cool. All right, so my turn. So uh, he takes that slam. You don't have your raging resistance or anything on you right now, right? Not right now. So he hit you for... I'm trying to... I, I got to remember, I'm using Foundry now. We've switched over for Merkin Forge, mm-hmm. uh, which means... We have health bars. That I have health bars that yeah. I can actually control. Ooh, fancy. Kind of a visual. Yeah, well, I'm about to gain temporary hit points in just a second here. How much do you get when you do that? Uh, Four plus my level. So I get 16 when I rage, and then the renew vigor thing, I get plus nine. Fair enough. All right. So here we go. He takes this slap. He's like, oh, oh, oh that's cute. At last day, I'm out. Oh, that's right. All right. Make my marshal grow. It's dwarfing time. <laughs> And Marshall starts to grow, but normally he would stop at large. This time you notice that he's getting a lot bigger, a lot faster, but as he's growing, he still gets stopped at large. Oh, he gets stopped at large? Yeah, you're surrounded by us, so there's no room for you to get bigger. Damn. But you could get bigger. I could. Well, either way, large is still good enough. So then I get my temporary HP. Actually, that would bring it up, too, because math is important. So that's my one action. Uh, I can do that, right? Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give him a shove. And that would be my athletic, so. Okay. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to do something. Uh, 18 plus 23, that's going to be uh, 41. 41 will shove him back. <laughs> big size gives big advantage. And uh, he doesn't stumble so much as he charges and puts his weight into weight in you and slapping you with his flat of the blade. And you get big and push him. And you're just sheer force of size and strength pushing impact. His greaves just sliding flat through the dirt as he maintains his balance. Uh, put a swing in the great sword, shunting it down to the side as he slides backwards. And then uh, here comes the hammer. This poor man. This poor man, indeed. Okay, minus five, so that's going to be 13 plus 22. 35. Yeah, 35 as he's back, and there's, you have the hammer out. Yeah. Rectangle. Yep, rectangle. He sort of ducks his head down, putting a shoulder up, and the hammer comes and slams down on his pauldron. You see his knees bend a little bit as he takes the hit and shunts it off. That's not going to do it. Really? Wow. 
Shocker. Well, I guess that's all I'm doing. Well, finishing reaching for my cloak. I'll pull it around me, and it's two actions, not one like I thought right, it was. Right, because it's, uh, yeah, it's the casting dimension door, yeah. basically. So um, I'm also going to cast dimension door using the uh, cloak of the Montebank, and I'm going to go directly up beside the uh, the dragon totem, right. and then disarm it. As you appear up there next to it, I'm going to move this a little bit to get him on the screen. Uh, you're gonna try to make a thievery check and take it apart. Mm-hmm. Just gonna appear beside it and rake my claws across the head of this thing across the runes. Which and if it's I in will. In the last section, slide it back in. Which I will spend a hero point to re-roll that as I dig my claws in deeper. Ugh. Two. A twenty-eight. Uh, 28, as you uh, start to work at it, um, you don't have near the understanding of what the heck this is. I'm just It's just kind of a thing. As you uh, rake your claws across it, you score the surface of this construction a little bit, but it's fairly reinforced. Uh, That's definitely not going to be quite enough to bring it down immediately. Now, Rasheen. You have the audacity to come into our house spouting accusations, offering no evidence, and expecting us to surrender. You tyrants are all the same. Milani Togmech! And she's going to explode with magic uh, and cast my sixth level Righteous Might. Oh boy. Um, which is a battle form spell. Are you also getting large? Is that the one? I'm, am I thinking the wrong spell? I need it to be a bit height, more heightened before I can okay. actually become large, large. Like but first she... edition Righteous Might was also, it was defined in large person. So you're like, you get big boy. Did you and Marshall would just be giant frontline squadron? It would be pretty funny, actually. <laughs> a trender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but she is going to grow about a head taller. Uh, her armor is actually going to fade off of her and be replaced with a flowing red, almost like toga-like robe or gown. Um, her sword will vanish and be replaced with a crimson glowing morning star actually radiating with divine power. Uh, and uh, her head and eyes will be covered with a laurel of thorny rose briars. And from uh, Tioma in the chat, you will also receive a hero point. Oh. Loma, thank you. Take this new phase. And she is going to uh, one, two. My speed is 40 now, and it's unhindered by my armor because my armor basically goes away. Okay. Although it doesn't technically go away, it just, the speed doesn't hinder my armor. Where do you want to go? Uh, I'm going to spin around uh, and come in behind him. Alrighty. And that's my action. It turns out that spell also somehow gives you hero points. Yeah, it's a pretty neat spell. It's an awesome yeah, spell, it's man. awesome, it's the best spell. It's pretty great. So, uh, Tyrannus, having already seen the pair of you teleport up onto the battlements behind him, uh, is immediately going to move to follow. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve is the total amount of uh, running he can get across three movements. Clump, clump. You don't see him see yet. It, it, he's, yeah, he's a. He's off screen, isn't he? He would be some, somewhere around here in the battlements. Oh, okay. Uh, because you would all lose sight of him as he takes the battlements 30 feet above you. You'd see him rush up the stairs and running around out of sight to the side. Uh, 
and you would obviously be able to hear the thundering of his his greaves and his full plate as he's rushing to uh, close with you. Now, we have Raz. These Hell Knights? Oh, these are Hell Knights. I know a really good story about Hell Knights. Have you ever heard the story of how the Hell Knights, how that one Hell Knight section fell? It fell, fell, fell. And he starts rattling off the story of a, a sect of Hell Knights falling, completely disappearing from the analogs of of history as he casts Dirge of Doom. Okay. 30 foot, everything, every enemy within 30 foot has frightened one, and the condition cannot be reduced below one. And it just works? And it just works. It just <laughs> works. <laughs> works. It just works. That's cute. That's so awesome. I love Frightened that. Dune. And, and it's only one action. And then he looks at Roshin. It's a focus point, right? No. That's not a focus point no, one? No, it's a cantrip. It's a cantrip. It's a focus cantrip. I guess you're doing, yeah, I guess because you're doing that instead of Inspire Courage. So it's the same thing, but backwards. Instead mm -hmm. of buffing everyone by one, you're debuffing them by one. And then he looks at Roshin. And, and, and Milani, 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 Milani. And then he remembers immediately another story of a hero of Milani, who Milani forbade be touched by a blade as he cast Forbidding Ward, targeting Roshin and the Hell Knight in front of her. You get a plus two status bonus to your AC. Ooh. I don't usually get a status bonus to my AC. <laughs> That's the opposite of what normally happens. All right, Resume. All right, you and I have been here before. Let's do this. Maleficarum, Maleficarum, Castarde! Uh, dispel magic. Okay, and as you pull together the magic for that, give me your uh, counteract check. I'm a little bit better at it now. They always slide in the far end. I guess because you guys. Because it's coming from this way, yeah. so. Uh, that's gonna be a. 39. Uh, so with a 39, as your magic takes hold on this, that's a, that's a pretty good one. Roll to 17. 17. As your magic grips onto this totem and the effect of the glow, the pink emanating out from this gem fades almost immediately, just leaving a small amethyst crystal left behind doing nothing. Just kind of being there. Uh, you would hear the thundering of the footfalls from Tyrannus coming around. Turn into what almost sounds like an explosion of metal, which is almost certainly him falling over. <laughs> uh, sorry, honey. Do we hear like the, the grind of metal across stone? <laughs> <laughs> you hear a big slam as this full plate hits the ramparts. And uh, Roshin, as you're coming around behind his blue-armored Hell Knight, and he's shouldered his blow from Marshall and regripped his greatsword, um, he immediately, as you get behind him, drops down to one knee and puts one uh, one hand up. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your toy? <sighs> he doesn't immediately respond. Whereas, uh, you hear kind of a confused shout out from uh, Tyrannus on the other side of one tower for you from the ramparts up above as he, he pulls himself up over to the ramparts. But, oh, apologies, this 
was not what it looks like. But fortunately, you knew that, so that is good. <laughs> this is a good thing. It's not what it looks like. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Approximately how bad would you say it has been in all the absence? And, uh... <laughs> you would get a response. Oh, you're up on the tower, so you, you would get a response from Tyra. still calling around. Um... That is rather hard to say. Oh, well, I am very high up. Okay, hold on. Let me, uh... Come down below. Lord Solomar can explain. Uh, he's the one that was trying to kill us, dear. He had better explain. And uh, him, still kneeling down on the ground, still one hand's great sword, other hand in the air, puts a hand down to his knee, and uh, holds his great sword up, laying the blade of it in the crook of his arm. It's literally it's too long. He couldn't possibly reach the handle while he's in a kneeling position. It's, it's actually just too large for that. And uh, he. Turns the helmet. Uh, you see him turn to kind of almost face you back behind him. After what you have arrived to find, it's not clear that there is more at hand. Tyrannus spoke very highly of the group of you. Well, it's easy to see that both of you were being controlled. And he goes to stand up. And as you're kind of yelling down the courtyard, reaches up uh, back behind his full helm and just casts his helmet off and drops it to the, fr- to the floor. This man is old. He has uh, very well-groomed and well-kempt, but straight, stark white hair and a very short, equally maintained, almost pointed white beard. Uh, his face is pretty lined with wear and age, uh, but his eyes are a pretty bright, piercing blue, almost... Uh, more intense version of the armor that he wears. <sighs> oh, you're, uh, you're a lot older than I thought you were going to be. And you are far more rude. But, uh, he I... He stands up, working his way up the greatsword until he has his hands kind of up on the, the cross guards again. I am Marcus Solomar, a knight of the Order of the Nail. Former mentor of Tyrannus. He asked for my aid and I came to assist him. Oh, then I suppose you were being mind controlled too, then? If that is somehow not yet clear, then I fear for your ability to handle the current situation of Breach Hill. Oh, I think we'll be fine. I'm simply confirming. Uh, do you what is going on? Inform put, us. Is there a potential status report to give us? Assuming that you are the heroes of which Tyrannus spoke, you are the stewards of Citadel Altarian now. That would be correct. You are wanted men in the fields of Isker, with a high bounty placed on your head. This creation, as he motions up the crystal thing up on the ramparts, was constructed here as a more permanent form of the magic that bent Tyrannus and I its will. Your head counselor, Baltus Burton, I believe he was. I'm going to go kill him. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? What? It would be wise to not stride so confidently into Breach Hill, with the town on alert as they are. 
Why do they want to kill us? I'm still not very clear on that. I've only recently arrived in your town, so unfortunately, I have no real idea. That said, I've already made the mistake of under underestimating Burden once, and will not do so again. Well, I never really liked him, so Trishik, yeah, you can kill him. And Tarius comes up, wait, wait, this is not going to be that simple. Oh, you simply misunderstand what I've been learning. That's why you do not understand Lord Solomar. The man is a legend. And bent Zenia a single casting to Burton. He's a powerful mage. What? He's a... No. No, 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 no. See, no, no, no. He didn't know. He's an old, bald guy. He can know. No, no, no. He doesn't do that. In my experiences, actually, most mages tend to be old men with balding hair. This tends to happen. Goes with the age, actually. Yeah, but he likes money and things that are the way they are, and he he has... No, no. Well, well Varys' not... notes did say he was, she was going to reach out to him. If it failed, clearly someone was thinking about it. He is... Could likely be body double. I... <laughs> Perhaps I was simply distracted by my lord's appearance and was enjoying his company at the wrong time. Filling him in as a situation, he, I, I apologize for not informing you, but I had no real way. I didn't know where you had gone through that uh, portal thing of yours. Uh, he has come to help me administer the citadel for you. Uh, this is <laughs> something I've taken very seriously, Mr. Esme. Of, of course, it's why I'm so fond of you. Well, in the last few weeks, something has happened, something has changed. We have been under this spell for... And he just kind of shrugs and looks at a... Looks at his sideburns? At, at, at Solomar, who shrugs a little standing. It's difficult to tell one of the influences of such fell magics, but I arrived here midway through Desmus, and... If an area day before Burton had cast his magic upon my apprentice and I. Hmm. So it's been like this for almost two weeks then? As I said, he seems to have some major backing. I am clouded in a way that I have rarely experienced instead of dealing with some of the most powerful signifiers in the Order of the Nail. But to my understanding, he has ousted most of the council and now rules Breacho himself. You sought your heads. It is his primary goal, as far as we can tell. Hmm. It's likely Perhaps payment. you should have hired him to actually put some stonework into the place. He wouldn't have been so grumpy afterwards. He can't be so upset about contracting with Coldbrand, could he? No, I think it's deeper than that. Trishik, do you think that this could have been the backup plan all along, and perhaps they were just waiting for the right time, and so they just went? Well, here's the concern. Uh, Baltus does not know about most of you. <laughs> By Asmodius, I don't even know what the hell you are. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he ever met me, did he? No, he doesn't really know you. He, he may have, like, passively be aware that you He exist. knows I'm a, a person yeah. that exists. But he definitely, he doesn't really, like, he I also of Marshall, because, like, you guys were here, but he doesn't really know the two of you. You're not exactly friendly sorts. This petition he has put out, this bounty... Uh, must be backed by a sponsor much greater than himself, unless he carries much greater wealth than I imagined. It is for three. The two of you and Buford. Hmm. Is Buford okay, then? 
Fortunately, whatever guardian you have left with him, the gods are not willing to stand to, not yet. This, uh, Bonnie. <laughs> his wife. Is Buford's quite capable himself, but it's his, his wife. Of course, Bonnie is the most. The gods speak of her like she is a demon herself. Of course she is. She Bonnie. has to keep Buford in, in line. None of them have any near the courage necessary to <laughs> head to Buford's farm to attempt to arrest him. I should think not. They like their heads where they are. You should see the welts she leaves on the children when they act up. I would understand. This is afraid. not humor. This Bonnie is simply his wife. It yeah. is his yes. wife that strikes such fear into the town guard of Regent. And while, oh, yeah. while we're talking, I'm switching clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I have plans. Okay, Raz. Well, first off, <laughs> okay. just one moment then. If you've, been on, if you've been under this spell for the past two weeks, we should probably clear the castle. We don't know who else might be here. Don't believe there's anything else. Well, someone came to install that thing. It wasn't there the last time we were here. That was Burton himself. Burton with a delegation of what was left of the council at the time. He has come through weekly to ensure it was still intact, but not seen him in... It's hard to tell. Trishy, do me a favor. I don't wish for them to reactivate it. Finish what you were doing. Ruin a couple of the runes. We don't want them restarting it. Pluck those fancy gems out. We'll give them to Sal next time we see him. I'm gonna spend more than just a few seconds. I'm gonna mangle the head. <laughs> Dismantling. It doesn't have like a carved dragon skull like the other one did. Uh, this idol is shaped uh, like something entirely different. Like it's a flat, something you would hang on a wall almost. The carving of an icon that again, anyone who's been in Aesir for any length of time would be able to easily identify as a symbol of Asmodeus. Uh, with this crystal set into its center. Uh, the runes running around the flat outside the rim of the icon of Asmodeus itself, supported by the stone and wood structure uh, that has been placed up here. This whole, the rim of this entire thing is going to get destroyed. I will spend the next like 10 minutes if I have to, but this will not be used again on us. Head Counselor Burton seemed to believe that the pair of us would be sufficient to strike you down, and if not, at least run you off. I'm not privy to what his plans were necessarily, but with such an obvious weakness in his plan as this strange icon of his, I may very well still be able to take advantage of his foolishness. Hmm. Well, we could, um, I have a new trick. Uh, Severin and I have worked it out so that uh, our magics connect to each other better, and I can hear and see through his ears and eyes. By the, by the guard, he hefts the uh, greatsword around onto his back, where it almost latches on to the back of his chest plate in lieu of a traditional hilt, just hanging tip barely above the dirt. Count as you will, learn what you can. Aranus is adept and will aid you in what knowledge he has. I must run whatever risk there will be as heading into town myself. I must see to my wife. You have a wife? You brought your wife with you out here. Of course, she came for the long stay to help administer oh. the castle. Oh dear, I do uh, hope this, she's like, He's already right. turning, he's already walking back towards the south. He is capable, as am I, but I must ensure her safety. Uh, of course. Before you go gallivanting off, and actually, Roshin will follow him if if he's gonna keep just walking. He won't stop you from following him, but okay. he is like, he will already be opening the massive doors to the courtyard to lead into the castle. You itself. are, you don't do her any favors if Burton should gain the idea that perhaps you are in fact no longer under his control. If they be seeing you walking about the streets of Breach Hill, 
especially coming down up to the road through the gates, Burton might suspect something's up. If anything has happened to Lucy, whether at Burton's behest or any other, you will need not worry about your problems. I will deal with him myself. Could, could I at least make you invisible? Well, wait, wait. Does Burton know about? Are you like literally putting a hand on his shoulder? I'm walking. I'm not like holding. I'm trying, trying to restrain him. Okay, you're like I was like, you put a hand on like are you actually like? Yeah, I, I, no, like the hand is just resting there just to get right. his attention. He put up, will immediately stop and turn back to you. You do not deign to touch me. I'll deign to do whatever I like. First off, when I see a man about to go do something stupid to get his wife killed. Now he will turn around and with his other hand put his hand like full on your chest and uh, like forcibly shove you back. I'll stagger back with it. Um, does Burton know about the Tornier, the passage, the pig's ear to the tavern? As I said, I don't know. It's through the catacombs. It'll get you there to town unseen. Is a bit At slower. least if you're de if you're damn determined to go do this, don't be an idiot about it. Or I could just make you invisible. It'll it last. It, it won't last for time for him to canvas the town. Can you at least do that? Very well. This is sensible. Excellent. This way. Perhaps this is a rare situation. Oh, I have allowed emotion to cloud my judgment. I would do well to listen to what Tyrannus knows as well. He's been here far longer than I am. Fine. And he will uh, come back with you into the courtyard. Take one of these with you as well. Um, she's going to give him uh, a couple of misform elixirs. And I'm going to give Marshall a hero point from GM for life. Big man need hero points. Thank you, GM. I don't feel comfortable letting Marcus go out into the town by himself. We don't know what's there. But however, I understand he's going after- Refer to me as Lord Solomar in or out of my presence. Goodness gracious, he's like Valia, but worse. Lord Salomar is going to be going into town and possibly getting himself killed. I think it'd be wise if perhaps we could go along a bit and try to keep an eye on him. Although not like this, they'd recognize us. No. Tyrus is kind of standing there. He, he seems like... You've never seen him reserved, really, before, <laughs> but <laughs> clearly not wishing to offend his uh, his tutor here. He is, like, literally hands folded in front of him, standing there quietly. And uh, Luke Solomar turns and nods to Tyrannus. Well, you have been here for quite some time before I arrived. You have much more knowledge of the situation of Breach Hill, and I am unaware as to even how long your allies have been gone. Listen, I want you to know and what we can learn. We'll formulate a plan from there. The crew at the Pig's Air Tavern would know, would know the goings on around town, and they might actually know if anything's happened to your wife before you go to your house where spies can see you. Well, I, uh, the situation may not be quite as bad as it may seem. The guards are remiss to head for Buford's farm as they fear. This is really his wife. This is not, you are not pulling my leg. No, no, Bunny is actually his wife. Well, in order to station a guard here at Citadel Altarian for your return, Baltus quite literally had to ensorcel myself and Lord Solomar. Uh, the town is not exactly behind him. Oh, good. There were many good things done for town. And uh, Solomar would turn to Tyrannus. This is hardly a report of intelligence, boy. Give us actual information. Tell us what you know. And uh, Tyrannus nods. Yes, Lord Solomar. 
some weeks ago, to my recollection, it's difficult with the magic, uh, Head Counselor Baltus Burton placed a bounty, a sizable one, bang, uh, backed by a large amount of capital on the heads of Miss Resme, Miss Roisin, and Sir Buford. Uh, he sought alive or dead, with no real concern for you to be brought in for questioning or justice. Uh, clearly simply wishing to have you removed from the, uh, from the picture. And uh, Solomar immediately turns to him. Didn't ask for conjecture. I want facts. And Tyrus nods. Apologies, Lord Solomar. Um, this, these bounties were placed and the gods are on alert. Uh, you are, uh, for your associations, I assume, very much will be wanted men within the walls of Breachill. Uh, that said, these bounties do not extend to the pair of you. I do not know if uh, the head counselor Burton is aware of the, the two of your connections to the heroes of Breachell, nor do I even know who you are. Small Yusoki? Yusoki. My name's Raz, by the way. Raz, it's nice to meet you. Oh, they certainly don't know who Lady Adele is either. That said, before... I'm going to start <laughs> taking off my cloak, because now I have another idea. Uh, before taking control of myself and Lord Solmarvitz's magics, uh, Burton acted <coughs> to dissolve the council. Uh, he is in sole command of breaches. There is no uh, information as to why, and since then, we have been stationed here up in the Citadel, largely alone. Uh, we are not privy to developments that have taken place since then. But as we left, the guard were not particularly interested in carrying out these orders, nor did they seem terribly concerned. Uh, and the posters have had to already have to be replaced several times already. Uh, the town is not very much with Burton. Oh, good. All right, it's time to change then. I'm gonna hand you the uh, unmemorable mantle. Um, as a test, I'm gonna put it on and see if it actually will conceal me in my armor. Uh, as you put it over, you will still have your armor. It does not hide your armor itself. You're still clearly in full plate. However, it will mute and remove the clear holy symbols of Milani from it making it look like far more standard, uh, even dull some of its shine as it changes the features of your face and your hair to something much plainer. Uh, I'll take the tabard off entirely, actually, and just basically be wearing an arming doublet over uh, underneath just the plate. Uh, Roisin, help me get changed. Oh, very well then. Quickly while we go. Of course. So, and so uh, unknown to Barton, certainly unknown to Barton, concealed by the cloak, and you'll be someone entirely different. You are correct. I think we'll actually be well sorted for this. Well, I do not fear this man, now that I understand he is a threat. He may be correct, and that it is unwise to simply barge back into town. I am confident that he lacks the means nor the power to bring any harm to myself, or, should I put the stock neither you have deserved, Ord, my associate. That said, means of infiltration may be the safest path, though far from the most direct one. Well, it's actually quicker to get there through the path than it is to actually walk down around the entire trail around the mountain. Now we can move to plans and conjecture, as we have the facts and the information. If the town and the guards seem largely unwilling to carry out your tasks, the simplest way it seems to me is for the group of you to simply walk to the town hall and confront Baltus himself. Remove him from his position. Cut the head of the snake, and it seems the town does not rally behind him. This is an attractive and simple and direct proposition. Sev, come here and let me rub some ink on you. Sorry. Not again! <laughs> Nowhere near. 
Um, Resume will come back out and she will look totally different. Like she's standing differently. Her hair is a different color. She looks just different. Um, the power of secondary identity. Wait, 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 wait. Who's that? Who's that? Oh, uh, I am of a house of Della. Do you live in the castle? Yeah. Think of this as local contact. Local contact, okay, okay. Oh, yes, I'm here to hunt for unique scents for my perfumery. It's going to be an adventure. Goodness gracious, you know, I, 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 I'd, I'd be making some sort of funny remark or something, but honestly, if I hadn't helped her get dressed, I wouldn't recognize her either. Wait, no, you help Res- you, you help Resume get dressed. Don't Admittedly, be jealous. it is an impressive disguise. If those in the town are unfamiliar with it, I would not expect any of them to be able to see through it. I should think not. As I said, Baldus appears to be a competent wizard, one far more powerful than I had anticipated. So if you approach the city hall itself and make your way inside, I would expect perhaps he may have some warding line in place to detect you regardless. That said, I believe he had been working as he outed the council to convert a, you had a common chamber, a town hall for meetings. Yes, just as so. He conducted something, a call for heroes of some sort out of it, shortly before uh, closing it down to the public to convert it into a workshop for something to himself. Oh, well, that's clearly more at work here. As long as we don't know what it is, I still believe our best approach is to uh, strike directly and soundly. Well, if it would appease you, I can certainly gather a little bit of information without being found. No matter the word, I can certainly get back. And his perhaps... motives and his operations will be easily uncovered once he's removed from power. I see no value to this. Well, be good to know to going into. If perhaps we knew that he would be putting together something like that totem up there in his workshop, uh, and what it could do, uh, it might have actually saved us a bit of grief. Would you have a way to stand against it if it had you known? Absolutely. I simply would have snuck past you and disabled it. Is fair. As it is, it worked out all right to our advantage, but if he has any more surprises, uh, then uh, it would be best to know about him ahead of time. The town would pay attention to any sort of large wagons, shipments moving into such an area. It's very easy, very, very visible. Perhaps we could find out what he's actually getting sent there. Gossip in the tavern where we're going through is going to actually probably solve most of that ourselves. I wonder if the town hall still has that buddy-shaped hole in it we could go through. And uh, Tyrannus, still his hands folded like a child being scolded in front of him. Uh, to my understanding is that he has received nothing. There have been no major shipments, nothing in the life of Rachel had changed until suddenly the bounty was put out and the town was, was upended. Wait, could he have been using any of the gates? I am unfamiliar with how they work, but from what I have seen of you using them, gates. Yes. they require, require keys, do they not? But we only know where some of the keys are, and if they were hypnotized for two weeks and don't remember anything that's happened if the whatever this organization is had another key to another gate they could very well be supplying him with something out of a gate that we don't know about yet uh, the gate would still have to come through the citadel itself and be brought down into town unless the pigs are tavern uh, unless that route is actually blockaded or under watch we'd best be careful as we take it that, that's all i'm saying i don't want to make any assumptions See, Actually, look, Tyrannus, I've learned so much since I last saw you. Would the kobolds have said anything when we said hi? Do you think the kobolds have any idea the weird stuff is happening? Well, if the, anyone they, that they didn't know came by, they probably would have just... Not unless they had meat. 
they don't even true. like poke their heads out for other people they come by they hide in the corner that's right <laughs> they didn't see anything second snuggles would have absolutely no idea anything had changed very well it seems we have a simple plan then Tyrannus or myself following you into town would raise suspicions earlier than necessary, so with your disguises and the group of you as unknowns, I imagine if you descend quickly onto the city hall and deal with Baltus himself, then Tyrannus and I can follow, and this problem can be resolved quickly. Excellent. Seems straightforward enough. Hopefully it stays that way. And as much as it pains me to do so, I suppose I will wait here. We'll be back soon. We won't make you wait long. Truly, other than the fact that I had been used as a pawn, I have no particular weight in this uh, in this conflict. I know nothing of this town and came only to assist Horde here in managing this castle that you have foisted upon him. But still, this control, this magic he's used on me, not something I will abide by lightly. Should you fall, I will finish this job, rest assured. You're very kind. Thank you, how comforting. Uh... All right, um, I'm gonna cast Familiar's face on Severin. Um, I can't- trade faces. Nope, I can now. Uh, no! <laughs> no! The Bogak is not horrifying. A crow with Resme's head is horrifying. <laughs> That's some Bloodborne crap right there. <laughs> Although, funny story, I can actually talk through him and when I do, I do it with Severin's accent. That is horrifying. I hate it. You know what that cloak <laughs> does? Did you look at it? Wait, what, what is what though? The cloak. The cloak? Uh, yeah, I looked at it. Okay. Um, Although I don't remember what the activation ability is. I just know so it makes me look unremarkable. She'll send Change Severin memory. off to scout the the hall, um, see what he can see and hear what he can hear as we're going through town to see if I can get a sense of what actually is going on in there before we get too close. Okay. So Severin flies down into town and you can see through his eyes now right yep. what's the range on that um so the Is range like was when i cast miles? so the range was when i cast it now it's just i see where he so is. yeah it's not like a, he can go too no. far and it falls off kind of thing i'm pretty sure not. okay so as he flies down into breach hill uh as tyrannus had told you everything looks pretty normal to you uh you can see that in the uh, out in front of the town hall in monument square that circle with the uh, the ring of water towers that is kind of the only real, like, big notable... Sorry, it's one mile. One mile? Um, then I might cast it when we're closer. You'd have to get a closer. That's yeah. fine, we'll you're, get closer. You're a bit further from Breach Hill Sorry, than that. But that's fine, I'll wait till we're closer and then I'll cast okay. it. Okay. So then instead the group of you start heading down towards Breach Hill. And when you are not terribly far outside of town, within maybe, say, a mile... Uh, you use your magic and send Severin into town. And then he sees it again. Everything's we're, largely as, no, as a... We're not taking the secret passage into town, are we? No. Well, you're either taking Fair the enough. secret passage... We, we don't need to. You're taking the secret passage, or yeah. Severin can scout. Okay. You can't easily do both. Right. That's fine. So which are you doing, I suppose? Severin scout. Severin scout. Um, I mean, disguise, unknown, unknown, unknown disguise. No. Incidentally, uh, Casual any, mode. any spells that I cast with the revelation trait, like see invisibility, detect magic, I can do it through his eyes. Okay. So he comes uh, flying over town and again, sees everything largely as normal. Uh, Monument Circle, which is again, that big ring of the water features out in front of the town hall. Uh, you would see a gathering of a few guards uh, that are just kind of milling about. Uh, some of them would visibly... As it's 
getting close. It's it's morning here. It's getting like later in the morning, maybe ten in the afternoon, uh, ten at ten a.m. Uh, are literally looking up towards Citadel Altarian. Some of them uh, even shedding the sun from their eyes to try and see better. Uh, it's a relatively safe assumption they don't stand here doing this literally all day. <laughs> so they are some level of aware or, or on alert. They're not super on guard or anything, mm -hmm. but four of them are standing around with a fifth man that you actually do not recognize at all. Um, there is a new person here. And he looks... I'm gonna go with rather smug. He's got pretty thick, just pulled back black hair, uh, left wild behind his head, and a large red cloak drawn about a pretty simple blue robe. He has a spiraled staff in one hand, and uh, he looks almost excited, a bit of a smirk on his face, as uh, He's looking up towards Citadel Altarian and then kind of back towards north into town and just sort of looking back and forth before he turns and says something to the guards that you probably couldn't pick up without literally flying Severin into the, the group. I will have him poop on that cloak. Well, you've got the power of having a bird animal familiar that you can see through the... <laughs> Drop the load. He looks... <laughs> Make me, make me like, I mean, you can, drive by range attack roll. Drive by bird poop <laughs> is at least gonna require a range attack roll here. For Severin's sure. gotta have like a, a bonus to this. Why? Does he Dive typically bomb. aim He's, his poo at things? He's got the height, uh, high ground advantage. <laughs> Give me a twenty. That's ten. All right, it's just a ranged attack. Just a ranged attack. I think he just has your stats, doesn't he? Does, he does, so it'd be your yeah. base tag bonus and your decks. <laughs> and whatever, like, trained, I imagine. Okay, attacks, that's pretty probably. good. Uh, it's going to be a uh, 27. What a, what a 27. <laughs> <laughs> just trying uh -oh. to hit a guy who was standing there would quite easily... <laughs> Severin apparently very happy and excited to do this. <laughs> Real happy to be a part of the team. Drops one right up on the shoulder of his cloak as he's standing there. Which the man immediately freaks out and storms into the town hall. Awesome. Now I can see what's in the town hall. You gonna try to get Severin into the town hall? No, but I wanted him away so that I can kind of do a flyby and see if I can see what's near the door. Uh, yeah, nothing looks nothing looks different, really. There is still just that patched over area on the side of what was once the, uh, the meeting hall where Buddy... Famously just ran through a wall. <laughs> Still the same surprisingly flammable building. Uh, but otherwise, it looks largely unchanged. Now, even if he has dissolved the rest of the council, there are still, like, the uh, scribes and uh, various clerical workers around the town hall. It's not like he's going to be completely alone in there. Uh, it just sounds like he, there's no longer the four people ruling Breach Hill. There is now just one. Hmm. And, uh, Sounds like a tyrant. Oh, boy. <laughs> this man took power by force over an unwilling people. Mm -hmm. He must die. Sentences citizenry to, dot to, to death with no trial. Oh, yeah, definitely in tyrant territory. It's kill o'clock, my guys. <laughs> um, 
the lily needs water in. <laughs> I'll uh, have Severin fly um, around the the windows on the other side of the building to see if he can see anything else. Um, and looking in, you would just see business kind of working as usual. Several of the scribes and librarians working in the records hall, uh, just moving things around, largely just kind of sitting, chatting. Nothing really looks different. There's not a ton of governmental work to be done in Breachill. So usually the two or three scribes that are on duty are just hanging out. They're normally just fetching and running notes or, or, or errands even in town for the counselors, but at the moment they are just kind of left with nothing to do. So they're all just kind of sat, uh, two of them are just sort of sat in the library. One of them with a book open in front of them, but they're just chatting about something. They look perfectly well enough. Um, I'll have a Severin uh, fly I Wizard's Grace and, uh, and see if he can't hear anything, any chatter from inside the tavern. I mean, you would certainly hear some chatter from inside the tavern because, well, it's it's morning and uh, or it's getting late in the morning and lunch is starting to come out. Uh, but no one would really be talking about uh, much that changed. Uh, it would just kind of be normal day to day. You wouldn't overhear any kind of rumors or anything that were useful. Nobody really seems terribly bothered. But then again, having lived in a breach hole, you're pretty confident that like this, literally this could happen and just nobody would care. It's... I mean, the town council largely exists to fix holes in the road, <laughs> make sure the walls stay up upright. So as long as that keeps happening. And have a call for heroes every month for, like, cool. It's like your, your normal person doesn't really have a whole lot of interaction with Baltus Burton or any of the other councillors beyond having to pay taxes every now and then. But it's a pretty... They live pretty simple lives, so it wouldn't be largely impactful to most people. Um... One more. Uh, I'll have Sev go by um, our uh, friend, the, uh, oh, was he uh, the armor maker? Blacksmith. Like we, the blacksmith. Cold brand? No. Yeah, the stonemason. Stone the stonemason, thank you. Uh, in the stonemason shop, you would see that it, clearly his yard has a lot less of uh, just like weighting stone and planks and resources uh, as Monopoly. As you were leaving, well, and as you, as you were leaving Citadel Altarian, I mean, you could see the, the walls were much better. The huge voids had been fully repaired. He has used most of his stock. Uh, but looking in through a window, he is literally just sat inside with his feet up uh, on that new lathe that you had repaired for him. Uh, just kind of sitting there also by a fire. Or I always say summer, it won't be a fire. Just kind of by the light of the of the day, also just kind of reading, not doing much of anything. I'll he looks fine, though. I'll have Severin go like this to the window. Peck, 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 peck. 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 Turn to look at it for a second and go back to his book. Peck, 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 peck. Friend, uh, open the window. And as, you, as you start talking, he literally would fall over backwards. <laughs> so his chair's kind of propped up and sort of kicked back in it. Scares the crap out of this dude. <laughs> Cold Brand takes a dwarven tumble onto the floor and drops his book, and flips over, and immediately scampers back, uh, like crawling across the floor, back behind his counter, it, out of sight. It's Resme. You just see a tiny little. Please come. Marshall's here <laughs> with me too. Look at the window. I mean, granted, I know I look like a bird. Well, 
It's because I'm talking through the bird. This man. <laughs> this man hiding behind a counter from a tiny bird tapping at the window. It's me? Of course, yes. You got turned into a bird? <laughs> I'm I'm scrying through the bird. I'm I'm elsewhere and I'm using the bird to to see and talk so that I can get into town safely. I understand there's been some changes. Oh, is that what you're crying about? Why do you need the bird to cry? Uh, the bird's not crying. <laughs> is he? he? He comes back around the counter and comes over to the window. Uh, and this is the kind of window they can open. It's just sort of set yeah. in the frame. It just stands kind of behind can it. Can I come in the door? Oh, uh, oh, right. Uh, yeah, of course. And he comes over and just <laughs> opens the front door. <laughs> Severin kind of hops through. Hops up on the counter. Do you have any meat? I mean, I got me lunch. Could I I have a morsel? Just because I came all this way and all. Sev, don't get distracted. (laughs) Can you... What in? (laughs) By Torog's anvil. What in the hell is going on? Look... Severin is my bird familiar, and he can talk, and he sometimes gets really focused on food. So you got a bird that can talk, but is also you? Well, You're I'm... a bird. You're a talking bird stuck in the body of a different talking bird? And you're crying about something. For the moment. Is that the bounty? For the moment, yes. You know what? Uh, does Marshall see her arguing? No, you're like a mile outside of town. Like, waiting for you to scout. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, you guys aren't even coming to Breach Hill yet. Never mind. But, uh, so you don't talk, and then the bird repeats you. It's just the bird talks. Yeah, are you talking, like, in this, like, you're saying these things in the group out loud so that yep. you can hear her talking? Yep. Nice. Because it's a walkie-talkie. Oi! Let me explain it to him. Okay. Just ask him, remember that one time. You're just speaking into her ear. Where's <laughs> my shoulders? Hey, Krog! Krog, can you hear me just yelling in her face? This is Marshall Ware talking about. Ma- Marshall. It's, it's that one time. Marshall, darling, it doesn't work like that. Shh, let me try. <laughs> You're just giving me a headache. Good, it's working. <laughs> So does this mean that I can have some of your lunch? <laughs> Just a little morsel while she's distracted. <laughs> Is this why he's put the bounty on you? Are you getting possessed by talking birds? Is that the takeover he's talking about? Look, look, there's no takeover. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but we didn't do anything. We've literally been gone in another country trying to figure out who tried to kill you. I've been fixing the walls. We should have a damn good job of it, say. And I owe you quite a bit of money, which I'm sure you'll be wanting. And in order to get your money, you're going to have to help me not become a a, a criminal. Well, truth be told, I was pretty sure you weren't a criminal in the first place. Well, I'm not. I have no idea what the head counselor was talking about, but... Well, what was he saying? Uh, he put out a bounty on you and uh, that... The scary lady... Roisin. That was her name, I. Uh, <laughs> and Buddy, but 
None of the guards really seem like the Venar Steve go out to Buddy's farm. I'm pretty sure he's still up there. Well, I should think so. No one was going to mess with Bonnie. And nobody but Baltus seems to think he'd done anything wrong. So I, I gotta bother anyway. But what does he say we've done? Has he been specific? All right. Uh, treason? Treason. Uh, conspiring to kidnap. That's an interesting one. He actually was pretty sure that you were behind kidnapping me in the first place, which I tried to tell him was the opposite of what was happened, but he hasn't been taking visitors since the Call for Heroes a couple weeks back. Oh, oh which is to kill the girl for you, by the way. Oh, great. Where is he? <laughs> uh, not that important. In a town hall, I imagine. Doesn't he live out of the back of it? Uh, has he said anything else or done anything else? Has he been bringing anything into town? Well, he made a speech at the end of the Call for Heroes when he was talking about what, like, crazy murder vandals the group of you lot were and bringing all this, uh... Crazy murder mm, vandals. The Scarlet Triangle or something about it. Wait, he actually knows who the Scarlet Triad are? Well, he said you do. He said you were working with him to take over Rachel. You were looking to throw him out. <sighs> we're going to kill him. Excellent. He's already playing. Should I do it tonight, or, uh... <laughs> I, I kind of took on your clothes. Should I get the goblins? No, it'd be best to leave them out of this. Oh, okay. Oh, Hello? Oh, so, so, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, more meat, more meat. Good, 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 good. I haven't gotten any meat. Well, well, get on it then. Resume. And he reaches out and like tap on Severin's head with a finger. He, <laughs> Resume. He, he taps on you in his claws. Stop, stop it. Resume. No, well, stop tapping at me. Guard. Resume! Bird resume! What? Birdman. What are you doing? Are you in a slapping contest with my bird? No, I thought you turned back into a regular bird. No, I was talking to someone else. You Aren't you going to feed magic? him? <laughs> he flew all this way. the most way. confusing talk I've ever had in my life. But he, uh, yeah, he, he said that the group of you were... Conspiring to turn Isker, start with Breacho, pulling it over to some Scarlet Triangle or something. And uh, that was on account of those. That was uh, those folks that had come holding me hostage the other. What was that? Two months ago? Month ago? No, well, whatever it was. Well, incidentally, they're all dead. We killed them all. Oh, that's. You did that when I was here, when you were still here. No, no, I meant all of them and that whole organization. It's pretty much gone now. Oh. Well, how come you're working for the Scarlet Triangle if well, you killed the whole Scarlet Triangle? We're not working for them. We're the heroes of Breach Hill. We work for all of you. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I figured, but I don't understand what Baltus' bounty is all about then. He, he, he's looking for, what, what, what is it my, my brothers say? He's looking for a, a butt whooping. Well, I can't, I can't really disagree. The, other, uh, the old counselor, Miss Gardania, she's been, uh... Where is she? On her house, I imagine. Doesn't have much to do recently. Is there any way you could... Never mind. That's way too subtle for you. But it's all right. I, thank you very, very much. I assure you we'll be back in touch with you soon, and you'll be paid everything we owe you. You've done such a fabulous job with the Citadel. 
And he kind of looks back towards his counter and back to the to, to Severin. I was pretty sure he already paid me in advance for the wall work. We, we, but did, we did. We did, but uh, we need you to continue rebuilding, you see. There's more. See, that's what I was hoping. I knew there was good in your heart and coins in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I don't really know what a whole lot's going on around here, honestly, so you probably right one to talk to Miss Gardania. Hey, go ask Cutter if you want to know. All right. He's uh, more pissed at Bolt Baltus than anyone. Oh, good. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Seth, no, no. He'll actually fly over and take a bit of the sandwich with him. And bye! <laughs> Somehow opening the door in his own. Yeah, I don't know how he's getting out of the building. <laughs> right through the window. Right through the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's buddy time. <laughs> <laughs> He's got your stats, so I mean, I guess he can punch out a pane of glass if he wants to steal a piece of a sandwich that badly. No, he actually just kind of flies into the door and forgets the door is there. Could you open the door so I can leave? <laughs> <laughs> just walks over and like reaches down. Give me that. No, no. <laughs> it's half eaten. I no, spit I was gonna be whole eaten once I got it. Give it back. <laughs> He'll swallow what he's got and then let go of the rest of it. Picks up the rest of his sandwich. Melvin's throat. Get out of my shop, Bird <laughs> resume. You're a damn nuisance. Oh. What I'm if, sorry. What have you learned? You don't mess with the dwarf in his food. You should know better. I got me a little piece of sandwich. He's <laughs> <laughs> flying over to uh to Gardenia's house. He no. seems really happy. Resmape, perhaps would be a good time to use the stone for magic walkie-talkie thingy. Oh, yes, that's a great idea. Um, Do you have any, like, random gems around? Duh, I bought some. Oh, fair enough. We sold the more expensive ones, and, and then we, we bought, like, cheaper ones. just a big enough <laughs> one. Boop! Walkie-talkies! Walkie-talkies! I'm gonna take that and put it in my pocket. Now I got a telekinetic walkie-talkie. You do get a telekinetic walkie-talkie. It's pretty neat. So Severin flies over to uh, Greta Gardenia's house. Uh, this is the most Breach Hill governmental takeover ever. <laughs> Handsome Ganker is now. right. I'm the king now. <laughs> Everybody leave. <laughs> And no one, no one cares. All of Breachel's like, meh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Might have been harder if there was literally any resistance. Well, you know. <laughs> Breachel's like, okay. <laughs> There's crops to deal with. I, I got sure. a poker game tonight. Like, is that still happening? Like, <laughs> so, uh, Sever flies up to Miss Gardenia's house, and uh, I imagine can get her attention much the same way as you had cold brands. <laughs> And uh, much she, happier now that he had a sandwich. Yeah. She opens the window, and I mean, she's she was one of the high counselors. Uh, she is a priestess of Abadar. Uh, she was the one who came up to Citadel Altarian to discuss. Oh, she's real angry. Tax law with you for mm. like two hours that one time. <laughs> God, that was great. The best. We made a great episode. That, that was day. the best um, episode ever. But she opens, so she undoes the latch and opens the window. Uh, wherever it is that Severin is pecking and lets him into her uh, modest but decently well-appointed uh, living room, her foyer. And uh, uh, Severin's little head will bow. It's a pleasure to see you again, Miss Gardenia. And she's dressed much more casually than she usually is. She's not dressed up like quite like this with all the, the hood and the cowl and headband and everything like when she's serving as a, as a counselor. As a matter of fact, uh, she's dressed up incredibly plainly. 
Or just a very simple blouse and even trousers on. Uh, as she nods to Severin. I'm clearly confused. It's it's resume. Well, I assume you're full aware of what's happening in the town then, if you've sought to contact me this way. Yes, uh, we have the Citadel back. Uh, well, that's some news at least. And I'm afraid Boltus has flown off his handle. I mean, we have nothing to do with the Scarlet Triad. We went after the Scarlet Triad because they came here and tried to kill Crag. That was my understanding. And of what little I knew of it. Incidentally, they're they're all dead now. And uh And I'm a baroness. But what? that's a different story. For now, all you need to know is that we are most <laughs> certainly not the enemy. And we want to help you get Breach Hill back, back under the the, the rule of the council as it should be. Coldbrand came to me not too long after the after the call for heroes and well, I guess it's just Councillor Burton now uh, had spoken of your connections to the Scarlet Triad and everything that you'd operated. Uh, Burton wouldn't hear Coldbrand, so he came to me personally and, and told me much the same that whoever this triad are, they had come to kidnap him and you had saved him. Yeah, the opposite. The but... I imagine this is this is clearly a scapegoat. He's, for whatever reason, suddenly very vested in who controls Rachel. Unfortunately, I think that might be indirectly our fault. Because of the rings of Alceta, Rachel is now a commodity, a very valuable one. Well, he's not entirely wrong then, I suppose. And then... When we, when we were infiltrating the Triad and we were talking to some of its leaders, his name came up in connection with a person who might be good to corrupt. I've known Councillor Burton for almost the whole of my life. We both grew up here, back when this was still just a little forgotten part of Teliax. And... Something terribly wrong has happened here. Obviously, he's one of the councillors. He's the head of them, as he was elected, and he runs the town. He's he's far from poverty, but these bounties he's placed on you and Roisin and Buford, this is far beyond his means. I know. He's being funded by somebody. The organization he's we've been... He's being funded directly by Cheliax, but for what reason, I don't know. There's an organization, a wider organization. It's not just the triad, but what we've dealt with in Mwangi and, and elsewhere, there's a larger hand at play here, and I'm afraid we just don't know who it is yet. Well. And furthermore, when did he become a, a wizard? I've been around Bert, Boltus Burton for, for years, and I've never sensed a lick of magic off of him. Truth be told, I don't know. I've never known him to have any capability of magic, but... Before he dissolved the council, he sent that Hell Knight, uh, that one that you had met up at Altarian back at your call for heroes half a year ago now. He sent him and another up to guard the castle. He, he said they were from some Hell Knight order. Oh, I wish I'd been order I of the so nail. angry at the time. Order of the Nail is what it was. They, they were they, hypnotized, I'm afraid, but that device has been dismantled. 
hypnotized by their own order? No, by something Burton put up there. Counselor Burton had told us that Chelyax and well, we he'd been con- we'd been contacted directly by one of the lesser vassals of House Thrun. Oh God! No, 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 no! All of this is a big conspiracy. Thrun has nothing to do with anything. Their house was practically dismantled. This is well, Thrun all... is still the ruling body of Chelyax. Right, but she, she's trying to explain the fact that like all of this, like the whole Bruzelai Thrun was like all. Well, Barzelai Thrun was in Kintargo, but like I cannot remember the queen's name. The Thrun is like the ruling family of Chelyax, and Barzelai was just like a cousin branch family of, but, the, of the king but yeah, they've like been throwing a... out these this n- family name to try to scare people and she's trying to communicate to her that like this is just a ploy well it might have actually like it could actually be legit here this is Cheliax. the throne family this, does rule this, this country well it's, it's not Cheliax anymore it's Isker now it's Isker but it was Cheliax up until like pretty recently not terribly like Isker's only a little older than Ravenna really mm-hmm. so but just because they said it was throne does not mean it's throne and we're gonna have to Sort that out later. Well, uh, oh, I thanks, Arcadis. Spell the uh, Queen Abigail. That's what it is. Uh, spells are hypnoti- hypnotizing, or whatever it may have been. I see no other reason than that members of the Order of the Nail would continue to be arri- arriving to reinforce the town and the citadel. They were here to help us. We hired. Uh, we hired them, and he brought in his mentor to help. Now that they're not hypnotized anymore, they're perfectly reasonable. In fact, the uh, older Hell Knight believes his wife is in danger. He brought her with him. Yeah, I, I'm aware he, he brought... He had come seeming he had planned to stay for some time, which uh, perhaps this was just fortuitous timing for Counselor Burton and played right into his hands. But... Well, I don't know where you are, Resme, but... Or, if this is, is is this some transformation or some projection no, of yours? No, we're we're very nearby. Where we were just at Castle Altarian and we're coming into town, but we wish to do so subtly. Be careful. Like most of the town most of the town is aware of how ridiculous this is. Like you you and your friends you're heroes here. You fulfilled one of the greatest call for heroes this town has ever known. Unlocking well every you have been on journeys that none of us can even imagine. And no, I and Burton aren't privy to exactly what they have been. Clear destiny has something greater for you in mind. Well, we have quite a couple of stories to tell you, but I can assure you that this is our home. We're not going to let anything happen to any of you. Just sit tight and let us figure this out. Someday, I'll be granted great riches. In the great vault itself, if the judge of the gods has any play, I'll give you your fate. But, again, be careful. Uh, the guards have to answer as they do, and Counselor Burton had a call for heroes almost two weeks ago now about this bounty, to, to hunt you down, to defend the city. He was confident you'd return. Some mercenary from out of town, a matter, or a matter, I believe his name was, he's... Well, fresh-faced and excitable as well as you were some time ago for his new assignment, and wholly believes that he's well helping save Breachill, 
Don't worry. We'll handle him gently. We're not going to hurt anybody who doesn't intend us harm. I don't know what has happened with Counselor Burton, but whatever you plan to do, please give him the benefit of the doubt. This isn't him. I don't know what's coming to him. Well, we'll see what we can get out of him once he's unconscious. Be safe, Esme. Thank you. You too. And let everyone know that we're here. Just quietly. Just people who can keep their mouths shut. Let them know that we're coming. Whoa. Severin, I have a stomach ache now. That was the worst tasting sandwich I've ever eaten in my entire life. What was that? And why must you chew on it when I'm in your head? Arts chew on things. Severin does. He likes to savor. <laughs> well, he, is a smart, he is a smart bird, that is for sure. Well, I think we have a pretty good idea what's going on now. Perhaps we do. Um, I, I guess you fill us in on oh, of course. the other half of the conversation. Yeah. Perhaps we do. One thing does strike me as odd. If the triad is able to go, like you said yourself, you've never known Burton to have any sort of aptitude with magic. And he's not a bad sort. He's just a little bit of a twat. Well, what has happened right now is quite bad. Taken over the town and then trying to have us hanged on false charges is quite bad. It's in the bad side. It's actually, it's, it's in the... Uh, string you up in the street charge as far as the charge of Milani's hierarchy of bad things goes. Wait, wait, wait. What if it's not Burton? What if it's another one of those devils disguised as Burton? It's one of my thoughts. It could also be the possibility that perhaps Burton is just as charmed as Tyrannus was. It's true. She asked me to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think we should. Perhaps despite what the good lord Hell Knight would have us do, we should perhaps be a bit more subtle about this. Oh, if yeah. indeed there is something that we have to go and set on uh, fire, perhaps another totem glowing with its evil pink glare, uh, perhaps it's ensorcelled Barton as well, and we might actually find out who's actually behind it. Not to mention if we can avoid actually murdering a. Yeah, no, actually, I don't feel bad about that. If we have to take him down, we take him down. <laughs> well, let me know when you feel like smashing things. I'm gonna go to the bar. <laughs> no, wait, we're not done yet. Marshall, come back. Yeah, and he's off. <laughs> Well, yeah, in this point, at this point, you guys would be pretty close to Breach Hall, so uh, you'd be approaching the town's walls uh, from the north, as Marshall is just going to the pig's ear, I imagine. Duh. I mean, what else does he have anything to do? He, he can't smash, so he drinks or eats. That's fair. <laughs> I do have a suggestion. Trushek? If you do not want him dead, I have a second option. Oh, I didn't say that. Don't say I didn't say that. If you do not want him immediately dead, I have another option. Okay, proceed, proceed. And I will pull out the bottle of wine that I took from the quarry. Is Burton something of a lightweight? No matter, <laughs> no matter who drinks this, they are lightweight. I bet you Marshall could probably drink that just fine. If Marshall <laughs> drinks this, he'll be unconscious for days. He's poisoned. I would pay money to see. I'd put money on it. I'd put money on it that Marshall could drink it and be all right and keep his feet for at least an hour. But if I can get this is what this happens when I leave. To this man and have him drink it one one way or another. It does not matter whether it is snuck into his room, fed to him by a particularly uh, interesting noble woman. 
are you going to try to have Resme honeypot herself? <laughs> I don't know what you thought was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh you didn't beat Very the AC. Effective. You didn't beat the AC. Why are you so metally? There are many ways to give this man the vine. But what is important is if he drinks it, he is no longer a problem. That's probably suitable enough. If it turns out that we have to exercise our specially justified powers in this town and exile him to Milwaukee, we can always do that. The special jurisdiction. (laughs) (laughs) The counselor set us up with it. We're good. If it does uh, indeed turn out that he is a bad man, I will not hesitate to finish him myself. But you're, you're so kind, Rishi. It would be quite nice to be able to explore and investigate undeterred. I agree. If perhaps uh, perhaps Marshall doesn't have to actually go and start wasting the day, uh, we might find a use for him, yeah, depending on what else is going to be lurking in the town hall. In the Breach Hill Justice System. So perhaps we take our time, take a couple days, find a good time to strike, and night poison. Fine by me. There is no need to rush. Everyone else is in agreement. Burton-based defenses are considered especially heinous. Ah, you're just waiting. You're just waiting. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't not say it. All right, I'm in. Well, for now, I say we take time, probe the fences, and if need be, use disguise. Yes, I can go flirt with him. <laughs> it's not all actually an option. You don't have to actually go do that. All you have to do is make sure he drinks from this bottle. Oh, he'll drink from the bottle. Are you seriously doing this? Not right now, but it's an option. We're in the, we're actually in town now. We're in Breach Hill. You would be like uh, walking the Breach Hill. Someone a card to that. There's a guard can... at the door uh, or at the uh, the entrance of the walls as there always is who uh, would just kind of nod to the group of you as you walk by, clearly not recognizing anybody. Cards to me, actually. If you get close enough to actually feed him the bottle, you might as well just brain him with it. You get the exact same thing and work much quicker. Yes, but poison, this particular bottle leaves no evidence. You're simply asleep. You look like you are dead. Uh, That's not evidence. (laughs) No, it looks as if somebody killed him, but there is no bludgeoning. There is no physical evidence. Oh, he's just a mysterious death instead of a bludgeoning death. And you might not actually kill him if you just hit him... Okay, there's a risk. There's a risk. I'll, I'll grant you that. There's a risk. Raz, we're usually not this odd. Is there? Do I see any bounty posters for these people up on uh, walls anywhere? I mean, not out here. There's there's like oh, a work board near the town hall in the center Raz's of town. Raz's eyes get little dollar signs. <laughs> I, I have no connection. Black, Black Widow, baby. So let me uh, just bring us over yonder. I don't even know where Breach Hill looks like. Yeah, there good. it is. Uh, town of Breach Hill. Like, there you go. Doink. bigger there than I remember. So, uh, just a wee bit. He'd be coming in uh, from Southern Altarian in this northwestern entrance up here, making your way up through town. And the town hall in the center of town, a monument circle, is like way down here. That should be where the town work board is. So at the moment, you're just sort of walking through town. There's no immediately obvious bounties or anything. Also, shout outs to freaking Topaz because this upscaler is like it's literal wizard magic. It's actually Look zoom how enhanced. freaking detailed this breach hell is now. Crazy. It's crazy. Li- it's actually zoom enhanced on ironically. Zoom. Pretty cool. Foundry. Enhanced. Look at this. That is insane. Look at that. I can see my house. They even got like the little smokestacks coming out of chimneys and they look great. Wow. 
Topaz is literally zoom enhanced, but it's actual technology that exists. It's insane. And you have to like tap a keyboard for like 20 seconds to make it happen. No. no it's insane. Ooh, ooh, I see a horseshoe and I see like one of those little thingies, like, like a Tetris piece. <laughs> That's just a building. I, thought I we found were Waldo. Falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you would. So anyway, you would so. be coming in town uh, close to Vaz's old shop now, man, and PX Magic Store is. This north, the, uh, northwestern corner is kind of like the farther reaches of Breach Hill. Sort of the, the, definitely the outskirts, less traveled. Oh, well, Breach Hill still looks rather the same. It's smaller than I thought it would be. Oh. For some reason, I had a bigger a bigger city in my mind. Well, when you come from a hamlet like Cypress Point, every place is a big city in your mind. Oh, that's fair. That's, fair. that's true. This is like four Cypress Points. <laughs> Breach Hill's small, but it's not like Cypress Point small. Do you think they destroyed my so, house? Do you think my garden's okay? Is likely would not be touched in order to uh, invite back. I agree. Or perhaps uh, they might have sent someone out there just to kind of peek in on you, but you wouldn't have been there because, well, you know, across the continent and all that. Also, notably, the the Pig's Ear Tavern is also, like, literally right up here on the left. It's super-duper close by. It's this building. Did we sell... The tavern's just right there. Did we sell all of the addled brain? Cha-ching, baby. I'll make more. <laughs> Time it? to brew some poisons. Mm -hmm. Time to do my job. I suppose we should find some place to hold up. Maybe. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Marshall's already off to go commit day drinking. Um, <laughs> he, he took a slap, a pretty good slap to the chest. He deserves a drink and some get, potatoes. He did get boinked pretty hard. Then yeah. he smacked you. Solomar uh, smacked you pretty good. I guess since we're going to pretend we're guests here, we should go get a room at the Wizard's Grace. Well, I suppose someone of your station would be staying there. That's true. Well, you're my guard. Fair enough. And you're my performer. I'm not a performer. I'm a teacher. No, I'm talking to King Mataz. Oh, yeah, he's a performer. I taught him everything he knows. Red hands. Red hands. <laughs> and, uh... Speak. <laughs> You'll be doing what you're doing. Not existing. Exactly. Feel free to use my cabin. There's tons of lab stuff there. Oh, there quite is at that, actually. Uh, well, all right, let's I'm go get a room. Spend the rest of the day cooking up a Who dose of battle. Who is that board. little hottie? <laughs> that is actually the owner of the Wizard's Grace, whose NPC art has never come up before. She. That's uh, because I don't think you've ever gone to the Wizard's Grace to. She looks like a hot version of the Ghostbusters secretary. <laughs> huh. The original, right? The original. Uh, okay, thank you. I forget that other one exists. It, 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 we don't acknowledge I, it. Can't super disagree with that. Yeah, no, I actually like that, it, it, it kind of works. It's definitely like I hate it and I want to disagree <laughs> with it, but I, you're, that's not wrong. But yeah, this is Trinaluskwold who runs the Wizard Grace. We've just never come to the Wizard Grace before because we live here. Because you live here, so there's been and the Pig's Ear is the tavern that you have been drawn into due to its <laughs> passage that leads to also this ring. <laughs> We've never had a reason to come here. Said this art the entire time, but as you come in. Uh, opening the door, Trinnell welcomes you from back behind the door, uh, or back behind the bar. It's getting to lunchtime here. 
Hi, welcome to the Wizard's Grace. Can I get something started for you? Uh, absolutely. And uh, some rooms would be appreciated as well. Well, perfect time. We've got a few to spare. And uh, she turns around and with a, a quick word and a wave of her hand, a couple of mugs just uh, move one by one up onto the counter. Uh, as she has some simple cantrips to just move things around and uh, slides them down on their way and turns back around. Uh, quite a curious party coming through the breed show. The Call for Heroes bringing you around. You just missed one a couple weeks back. Oh, uh, I'm afraid it's something a little bit more esoteric than that. Uh, <laughs> what could Breachel possibly have in the esoteric department? Oh, oh gosh, she asked the question. Well, I'm Lady Adela, you see. House Adele. Uh, Trina Lesquold, pleasure to make you acquaintance. A pleasure. Um, I My family is in scents and perfumes, and uh, I travel the world looking for unique scents, uh, things that you wouldn't see in normal perfumeries because they don't take the time and the energy to hunt out the unique. Uh, I'm on a, an herb finding expedition and I just happened to be passing through Breach Hill. Huh. That's certainly a curious thing I haven't heard before. Uh, so, onward today if you're looking for lunches, we've got roast pig, perfectly fine, hunted from right, uh, right the lands outside Breach Hill, the hinterlands of Iskar itself. Uh, we can have, have the same thing cut uh, some, with some cheese and the sandwiches for you. Uh, I would love to have uh, some roast pig. It's been some time since I've indulged. And uh, cheese for King Mataz. He wants roast pig too. I want roast pig too. All right. And uh, roast pig? Not going to turn it down. And uh, ale and wine, I should think. Of course. Already getting the drinks coming in. Long road makes thirsty work, no matter which way you're going or for what reasons. So, sense, herbalism, interesting. You're an alchemist by chance. I am. The study that I always found fascinating, I've never really got much into myself. My parents really wanted to commit me to the whole wizarding thing, and, you know, when I turned studies and what little bits of magic I could get a hold of into a tavern, they weren't terribly happy about it. But Breachill was, so, well. Raz starts um, fiddling around, like digging through all his papers, and he finally takes off his hat. Looks. This this is the herb. And he just hands her a piece of paper that has a, like a rare herb drawn on it. I don't want that back, yes. Then he pulls it up. Interesting. Interesting. Perhaps you'd be willing to uh to perform for us. King Mataz or me? Well, both of you, I should think. I hired you both. You got a noble lady and a king traveling together with a quite a powerful looking armed escort. Oh, that's no, a serious no. urban business. I have right? to keep track of the both of them. The, the rat is the king. It's the family, you see. They uh, put a lot of value on their dot on their science. Definitely understand that. Uh, either the rest of you interested in some lunch? They're not here. I'm at the bar. Oh, you're at the bar. I so would be going I'll, to the bar. Just, <laughs> oh, you're going to the bar too. I thought you came in too. No. Oh, I didn't know it was just you three. I'm I off was, to go I thought take it was care everybody but Marshall. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to the bar. I think he's going to Resume's alchemy lab. He's he's going to my house. Y'all aren't going to know where I am for a couple days till I come back with a few doses of poison. I mean, the last time we did that, <laughs> eating bodies, but fair Yum. enough. So Technically, she, uh, you don't know about that. That's true. She brings her hand up for both of them. Marcus, can we get two orders of the roast pig, please? Anyway, and uh, another quick ah. cantrip and motion of her hand. A couple of mugs slide off across the counter in front of the three of uh. you. You certainly work the magic into the uh, the servant show, don't you? <laughs> oh. Honestly, the show's a good part of it. Some people enjoy, but it makes life easier. I agree, I agree. That's the point of being able to cast cantrips. You can't use them to make your life simpler. 
I um and I pull up a little a little cage I have next to me that Raz likes Mataz likes to stay in. I reach in, pull out a little table, settle on the table, pull out a little chair, settle on the chair, <laughs> settle on the table, pull out a little cup. Can you can we can, can we get this filled up for him? The king likes to drink too. A drop of your finest ale. A drop. <laughs> And she with a big old smile on her face. <laughs> Absolutely, hon. Gotta make sure the kids, the king's well attended to. And uh, another cantrip takes this tiny little mug over and then uh, puts it on the counter, picks it up with her hand, and uses the, the cantrip to just get a single little drop of ale down to the mug. Uh, is he alright with an ale? Ah, oh, that's perfect. There you go, then. Yeah. Oh, such a rare sight to see proper wizarding folk coming through Vicha. It's usually just, well, nothing but farming, brewing. And not since Vaz left, uh, whatever journey she was going on. Who? Like, uh, what you just... put flowers in? I'm sorry? A Vaz. Oh, no, Vaz Lorraine. She went to a, a reliquary around town. Uh, she was really one of the few sort of knowledgeable sorts that had any kind of understanding of magic at all. I, there was another one that's there was uh, an elven lady, uh, Miss Gladherman, I think. Spoken with her a couple of times briefly, but towns really lack for wizards. Well, it uh, it can be challenging when uh, you have magic that is born into bloodlines and magic one has to earn. There's quite a wide variety, to be certain. Anyway, uh, are you looking for just a single room for you and your guards and... Uh... I think we shall need two rooms. Uh, I don't usually share a room with my guards. <laughs> Certainly. I'll get that organized for you right quick. And uh, at this point, a guy would come out from the back with a, a couple of plates with a pretty big just cut of roast pig flank. And uh, she'd just motion over and point to Raz and Resume. He'd lay him down in front of him, just kind of nod for a minute. Mm-hmm. And head back to the back of the kitchen. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Oh, this is lovely. I guess we're going to pig out. <laughs> so, uh, you'd be able to get rooms to stay organized here fairly easily. Uh, Finnell doesn't charge anything exorbitant. It's definitely the nicer tavern in town, but it's the nicer tavern in Breach Hill. So, like, the bar does not go terribly high. <laughs> no, well, I think it would be about standard bar height if we don't want to fall down. They, That's yeah. very high for me. So all bars are very high for you, Raz. <laughs> and extremely high for King. King just... Well, the problem is it's not a bar for King. It's so high up, it's no longer an issue. He just walks under. He doesn't even know the bar's there. I guess I'll uh, talk her up about whatever uh, minor happenings might be going on in such a small town. See if I can garner anything more than we've learned. She wouldn't have much, really, of goings-on. The only thing you'd really pick up is that Trennel's pretty clearly been a bit bored like she's happy running your tavern but without anyone coming through regular to talk to uh there isn't much that she's really been able to do other than just kind of exist however she will briefly give you a bit more information you know what's been pretty lucky lately actually that call for heroes i was talking about just thing the town does every now and then where there are travelers and passers by uh help out the town with things that are just a little bit beyond what the town guard's really capable of handling. Uh, and they had one with some terrible business uh, with a, a group that had been in here before. Hmm. It, it actually had been part of the call for heroes a couple of months back, I believe. Trying to sell out the town or something. 
Oh, but this man came through this uh, arm of the matter. It's actually right in the room here as well. He... Uh, he is... Him and then you. Just in a pair, uh, a pair of weeks coming through, both in one month. Actually, proper magical understanding folk with a head on their shoulders that I can talk to and understand things. You'd probably get along with them, honestly. Oh, really? Is he a wizard? Uh, wizard of sorts. He, I believe he is, yeah. He's an adjurist. Oh. I, uh, I dabble in, uh, transmutation myself. Really? Does that help with the whole perfuming and the, the alchemy, or is that just it, uh, a, a completely tangential hobby to the whole thing? Uh, well, the interesting thing about alchemy is that as much as there is magic involved in it, it's... It's, it's like horses and cats, really, when it comes down to the mechanics of it. But no, my uh, interest in transmutation comes from uh, a family interest, really. They insist we have at least some magical education in the realm, if you know what I mean. Understandable. My parents are much the same way. That's not a drop of natural magical acumen anywhere in my body, but... Part of a, much of a lifetime of studying up spells and trying to put it together. If you can't turn a table into a dog, you're just not welcome. <laughs> well, that's certainly far beyond my capabilities. About the best I can do is move mugs around and turn the taps. It's very impressive, though. It's very impressive, yes. Much more than a normal person, yes. It's certainly going to help me my, help my back, given the years of running this, not having to stoop down and pick things up all the time. That is also very good. Prestidigitation is the greatest thing that's ever happened to anyone. Well, that mage hand. That's true. I think running a tavern here, mage hand's certainly giving it a run for its money. Anyway, uh, if you need anything while you're in town, need any help, uh, any questions about your rooms or anything, feel free to call down. Of course. Name to please. Well, then, uh, I suppose we should uh, adjourn to our rooms so we're well rested. Well, it's early yet, but um, if you, if that's, if your ladyship would like, um, there's actually something I'd be wanting to do about here. If you're secure, uh, I could go ahead and uh, take care of that. Oh, I imagine I'd be perfectly fine in such a lovely establishment. Uh, feel free to go and uh, have your have your private time. You've earned it. Very kind. While you organize your stuff over here, Marshall shows up at the pig's ear, where uh, Miss Starflower is back there around the bar as usual. She sees you come in, just like double tapes for a second. Marshall. Ah, how you doing? And she just sort of like looks past you, as you're clearly kind of by yourself. Over here. Oh. Screw it, over. She just kind of leans down the bar. Where's the rest of your group? Oh, they're doing boring diplomatic stuff. I just wanted to drink and some potatoes. No, no, they're... The counselors put a bounty on their heads. I'm aware. It's not on his head. Why what are you he here for? <laughs> I just told you. Some potatoes and a drink. Did you fall out with him or something? No. I just got bored. And it doesn't involve me technically. And I... besides, they have a game plan. They, were, they, they got it. They figured it out. They'll call me when they need me. I'm just a muscle. Well, I ain't going to say No. <laughs> And she uh, turns around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old mug for Marshall. Lassie, I'm... it's been one of those days. Make it two. That's fair <laughs> enough. I can understand. I didn't expect to be seeing much of the rest of you come back to town after whatever the counselor was talking about. Uh, well, Triads we and to... kidnappings and treason and whatnot. Well, we had to take care of some uh, scruffians, you know, that scaldic triad and everything. Well, it's and... obvious. It's clear he's pinning a whole bunch of nonsense on the group of you, but... They're just 
walking around town not bothered at all? My head's not on the wanted posters, is it? What about Resme? Oh, she's fine. She's got multiple personalities and whatnot. <laughs> she's crazy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then this Starflower does not have any further questions. She, uh, is gonna give you some drinks. <laughs> Get you a nice lunch. Well, you ever get slapped on the chest by a hell knight? <laughs> well, 49. It hurts like a son of a gun. Prashik, where are you off to? I'm actually going to walk into the bar. I assume I was told about the secret passage at some point. Oh, heck yes. And um, I'm going to walk up to the <sighs> counter, go to shake the lady's hand, and uh, slip a dose of pesh into her hand. And uh, up close, I'll be taking basement for a couple of days. You don't know I'm there. Pockets it. And I'll, uh, <laughs> turns back to the bar. <laughs> slap Marshall on the back. I'll be around if you need me. Just ask Resme. She'll know where I am. Okay. You want a drink? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Thank you. No, you want a drink. He pulls out his private drink. You know what? He wants a drink. Later. I have to focus for now. Uh, you're not fun, I'm my boss. <laughs> Goes back to drinking and grumbling while he's munching on potatoes. And telekinetically... I'll let Resme know where I'm going to be. Just kind of uh, right in that, that chamber right beneath the, yep. uh, the pig dude tavern. I'm just going to go down there, set up my alchemist lab, and spend a few days down do, there. Do, 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 do. Brewing some poisons. <laughs> yep. Oh, I thought it was like, Resme will know where to find me. And it's like, narrator, Resme did not know where to find no. me. <laughs> no, no, no. We got, we got the message. <laughs> got the yeah. right. This is so, no matter what, no matter what, the only person who knows where I am is Resme. Anybody gets caught or questioned, that's Wait. true. Only well, I mean, Marshall also literally just watched you walk in there. Uh, but I can disappear. I don't think Marshall actually knows about the passage. Exactly. Huh? And Marshall's kind Technically, of. Technically, I don't. So you just sort of went to the back of the pig's ear, and then that's it. But but me knowing True Sheik, I'm just like it's probably some secret lizard stuff that I don't care about. So <laughs> while you three are setting yourself up in the Wizard's Grace with some rooms and a place to station your efforts, and for now you are. Readying the poison pile for the second overthrow Bridge Hill's had in two weeks. <laughs> and Marshall is day drinking heavily. You mean Bart is hurting? It's just you mean a normal Bart is hurting. It's, it's just a normal afternoon for Marshall. What do you think? And it's uh, ten AM. It's a normal afternoon <laughs> for Marshall. It's I a don't normal believe. afternoon somewhere, Squid. Pop a top again. <laughs> I don't believe I ever identified that. Uh, deadly poison that I got my hands on. That's right, you never did. Nope. Which one? The powders, the ones in the little box. Didn't we sell those? Tin? Yeah. I think nope. we sold them for the money pile. No, yeah. there, there was, a, there was a separate one that I found that I never identified, though. Was you that pocketed that. that. We didn't even know tin? about it. I think yeah. that was one in the tin. Pretty right? sure that's on the spreadsheet to be sold. It's somewhere. Yeah. It was in the tin and little paper wrap. I think balls. it's actually about back a couple of reports, actually. Oh my okay. god, you are such a nerd. I think we just pawned that one off immediately. Fair enough. But here. As we have come back to a town, for some reason, turned against us. I think we'll end against our... Against them. Against them. Against them, yes. And Buddy, who probably honestly has no idea anything's wrong. All right. <laughs> Buddy's under protection of Bonnie, remember, so he's fine. We will end the first episode of Chapter 4. BYOB. Before we head through Jewelgate, it seems like there are some things that need to be dealt with closer to home. There's an uppity city councilor who needs to be killed. He's aiming, to make it, he's aiming to make it big in the world. Why? He's up to the wrong people. Why won't Mainly Tyrannus them. flirt with me? 
You're too young. His oh. boss is yeah, literally like, <laughs> his boss. Like, oh. and his boss is kind of a stick. So next week when we come back, well, we have a task. We know what must be done for Breach Hill, yep. not just for ourselves and for our safety here, but to prevent whatever this is from getting any worse. Baldus Burton's got to be taken down. Or poisoned. Or poisoned. And then that's a form of taken down. Or and then Or eaten. We still have the key to Jewel Gate leading off to somewhere else to go confront Emberbeard, somebody of your family, running things for the Scarlet Triad somewhere off in the Five Kings Mountains. There's a very large dwarf on the other side of that door. <laughs> Should we go get him? Thanks for coming, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, We got the entirety of this show over on YouTube.com slash 2Perception. We'll come by here in a sec. And if you're new to the show, missed some episodes, want to catch up, now's a great time to get in because this was the first episode of the second half of our adventure, and we just put together a recap on that same channel with a very quick base covering of the plot so far also exclamation mark recap in the chat will bring you to a full playlist of episodic quick two three minute recap videos as well as a very brief single paste bin with just some text bringing up to speed where we are now so that's it for us today i am so excited to delve into book four (laughs) i have been so ready for this one oh it's so good good night Night. You need a red hat. Every bu- a red hat. Yeah, you got like this like brown thing going on. You need like a red hat. I'm trying to be plain costume GM boy, so right. I can play whatever NPCs. Uh, all right. A red hat seems very flamboyant. Just wear the wizard hat. Imagine Tyrannus with like a red pimp hat on him. <laughs> <and you're> like... <laughs>